Dearly beloved, we are gathered today to witness the joining of two loves. Welcome to The Corner Booth, our weekly podcast where we discuss all things weddings, relationships, and everyday quandaries. We're your hosts, Cynthia and Megan, two wedding professionals that have seen it all and are here to help you through it. So grab your favorite beverage and let's, let's get, get cozy. cozy. May I ask a question? What is that cork thing? Oh, um, you know, it doesn't make any sense now, but <laughs> we were trying to say, like, this one's mine, and then she had something else. <gasps> yeah. Cute. And, but it doesn't work, because every time that we um, pull our things apart, yeah. we take everything apart. Oh. So <laughs> we used to just, like, keep it on those mic stands yeah. that you have, mm-hmm. and then we had this on the mic stand, or, like, on this, but yeah, yeah. it doesn't do anything now. That's so pretty no cute, point. though. Like, I like the vibes. Yeah. She had a cute little um, braided. Uh, yeah, I had a little white tassel thing on mine. Cute. I don't know where it I think it's, it's in the bag oh, in I there somewhere. Oh, this wine's make me burpy. <laughs> no. like, we were walking down the streets of Chicago, and I had a heartburn so bad the entire time mm. we were there this last weekend. And oh, all you need it. Oh, man. I literally was like maxed out in Tums every single day. Mm. But Tums is not strong enough. No, but I, I needed something. <laughs> but we were walking down the street, and I didn't realize my friend Sam was re- like recording me. And I'm like, oh, I've got the burp so bad, I think I'm going to puke. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, great. That's the one video you got me while we're here. It's phenomenal. Thank you. got 8,000 pictures of you. Yeah. <laughs> you're, good. you're that friend that does that. We're always taking photos and has it. And, yeah. Yeah. You, you can't also have a friend who does that for you, apparently. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I might now that my phone's fixed. fixed. I know. I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready for you to be that mm-hmm. person for me again. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know my angles better. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of angles and photography, <laughs> we have photographers with us. Who the hell are you guys? <laughs> Yay. Okay. So. I'm Tia. This is my husband, Cameron. Um, we actually met in second grade, so Aww. we have known each other all growing uh-huh. up. Wow. Um, we became started dating the end of our senior year of high school, so we're barely high school sweethearts. Like, we're barely cutting it, you guys. It was like prom vibes. Yeah. <laughs> but we make it a thing. It's a deal. We're high school sweethearts. Yeah. And then we started our photography business post-college. Cam was into photography lightly, like mm-hmm. chilling, kind of yeah. hobby vibes, yeah. like yeah. college elective. Kind of like what everybody is right now, but like right. back yes. when it was cool to do it <laughs> exactly yeah 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 yeah. and I basically forced a business upon him yeah. I was like how cool would it be if we made like an email address or like a logo like very lame things but I was really fired up about him and so I forced it upon him we photographed high school seniors for almost four years exclusively so mm-hmm. part-time you guys like literally do not imagine us like creating a business trying to make this a career it was Date nights, yeah, kind of for date night. yeah. Like we'd go oh, photograph cute. a session, then we'd go out for dinner afterwards, have a drink, <laughs> that kind of vibe. Um, until we got engaged, and we absolutely loved the wedding industry. Spoiler mm-hmm. alert, obviously. <laughs> and we were like, let's try to book a handful of weddings. Like who knows? We yeah. had literally not photographed couples, you guys. We had no couples experience, no couples portfolio, and we set a goal for the following year. Let's try to photograph like three to five weddings. Let's see if we can do it. Mm-hmm. Um, Cam was actually in law school at the time, so it was very much a like. Oh. Mm-hmm. Plot twist. It was very much <laughs> three to five only. And we found out really quickly we are not dip our toes in the water kind of people. We are like dive head freaking first. <laughs> yeah. And so we ended up booking 18 weddings. We That um, first year? The first year. Damn. Yes. You guys, and we booked 19 weddings with no portfolio. <laughs> it, it's insane. Yeah, word of mouth. Like, how did you even go about yeah. that? Yeah. Um, 
It's a kind of complicated answer, and it's not something that I really recommend. Um, we were really <laughs> gritty, you guys. Like, we were so strappy. Um, honestly, a lot of those bookings were, A, through Facebook groups, which yeah. is ooh, crazy. Yeah. We know a guy that has a camera and can shoot it for $500 kind of thing, right? Yep, I was beating him out. <laughs> I was like, we're going to comment out here and we're going to beat that up. Yeah. And then we just got really serious really fast about yeah. like... We were also very stubborn. We didn't yeah. want to photograph our first wedding separate. So yes. like the idea mm, yeah. of us going to a different wedding and second shooting with someone else wasn't really an option. Yeah, yeah. Cam's so stubborn. I say romantic. I was like... <laughs> do this without you that wouldn't be fun <laughs> so we were like let's just get after it and um we got really gritty we got really serious about like a really fire consult and we just like went ham mm-hmm. and so then we actually ended up almost doubling it the following year we shot 32 weddings wow. we both left our full-time jobs cam was literally an attorney for only a year yeah. i was gonna say when did you yeah. give up your I don't know if it's a dream, but your yeah. uh, so trajectory I, there. Yeah, I got the bar results in October. Mm-hmm. Which is what you do to After we got married, Definitely. yeah. And then by the following September, I left the firm. Oh, my gosh. full-time photography. Yeah. yeah. How months. pissed were they? Like, I mean, I'm going to quit I, this lawyer job to be a photographer. I feel like so I was at a mid-sized firm in Minneapolis. And so, like, churn is, like, something that they kind of expect. Because, like, first year as associate, and that's kind of what made it easy to leave, too, mm-hmm. was that just, like, grinding and it's grunt work and it's literally like 10 hours a day yep reading and researching and writing briefs and then repeating the next day and so like the idea of working with tia or doing that with the hopeful payoff of a really fulfilling and fun career yeah kind of made it easy to leave really made it easy i think they expect a lot of people to quit it's kind of a job you know like consulting Mm -hmm. where they're Mm -hmm. gonna like you need to go ham like you need to go so full out if you want to be able to do this really well and you have to say yes to everything even if you want to Uh Mm uh-huh and he unfortunately we were at a place where we were also saying yes to everything (laughs) (laughs) so he was just like burning a candle at both ends Mm -hmm. um where yeah he quit or left his job and then was able to go full time really really fast where you know, sometimes in other people's trajectory, like you have like an exit plan and stuff. We were like, let's jump, let's build right. the wings while we go down. Like you do two we can jobs. Kind of see our plan. Like yeah. you have your other your other career plus this career yep. you're building, usually for years yes. before mm-hmm. you actually just go right for it. Yes. And but it is different that you guys were a duo when you oh, said we're doing it 100%. together. Yep. Yeah. You can't really, yeah, go and work for other <laughs> photographers and try and build uh-huh. that when it's just you two. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. Now, Tia, what did you do? Yeah. Before. So what I did just, you go to school for? Um, <laughs> did you go to college? Um, I did. I did. So um, I went to school. I majored in communications. Um, I, I can see that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> love to chat. Alex is the most bubbly gal. I love it. Oh, um, that's, that's how they time. booked eighteen weddings their first year. True that. <laughs> Yes, yes. So um, I was a dancer all growing up, danced in high school, danced in college, and then I was planning to coach, I was planning to choreograph, and so that's what I did up until I left for photography. So I was like choreographing for high schools, colleges, kind of all over the Midwest, teaching big style camps, um, which really comes into a lot of my experience now, um, both with us educating other photographers and like wrangling wedding parties. Like, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah <laughs> it's a very clear pathway. Um, so I did that right up until Cam left his job first and then I left. I got itchy. Well, I was kind of our backup. It was like, yeah. Tia, why don't you stay there for a little bit? Like I had a, I was only working 30 hours a week at the time. You're also so, coaching high school dance team. You were the head coach. Yes, yeah. sorry, that was important. Why did I not say yeah, that? Was, that, that was, that was the main role. biggest time consumer. <laughs> Yes. Your life. <laughs> that's the main part of all of that. Um, <laughs> she blocked out that memory. Yeah, I, I know, guys. There's something. I don't know. 
It's hard to remember everything when you're doing so much. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. That's exactly. So it's kind of like you're like piecemealing a lot of jobs yeah. together mm-hmm. and something like that. Like it's a freelance vibe. But once Cam left, I was like, oh, I'm itchy. I want to do this. I want to <laughs> yeah. work from home. I don't want to go somewhere now. So I left the following February, like which is February of 2018. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Which is so fitting because I met you guys uh-huh. in yes. May of 2018. Yes. No, not May. March. March of 2018. March of 2018. Right 2018. After that. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. it was St. Patrick's Day. Yep. Wait. Aww. Yes. I literally quit my uh, my two weeks was up February 28th that was our Dang. first wedding of 2018 and so um it was that Saturday and so I was done before that and then we literally had that styled shoot a couple weeks yeah. later mm-hmm. yeah that's right so, so I remember my husband joined me where he came in later and he wasn't my husband at the time he's my boyfriend yeah. he bought me some green beer yes. <laughs> it was great but, um okay but I don't know yeah. in the beginning if we did we state you guys's like company name and everything yeah so okay. we are just Cameron and Tia yeah. Cameron and Tia photography you can find us at everything Cameron and Tia, just our names. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Is it Cam and Tia or Cameron and Tia? The brand is Cameron and Tia. Ah. Yes. <laughs> Way uh, to make it more confusing. I know, right? Yes. So you guys will hear me call him Cam constantly. constantly yeah. It's just a nickname, you know, like once you get familiar with us, then you can yeah, call yeah, yeah, Cam. Yeah. Like uh, an exclusivity. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Once you're in, you're in. Yeah. 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 Once so you're where s- are we right now? <laughs> you're in. You're in. You're in. <laughs> I was just going to say, and I'm like, as soon as people start taking their pants off or like getting dressed in the groom suite, <laughs> then you're kind of on the same level. Right? Like, yeah. Just right, trying to think like, <laughs> that's you know. it. Yep. Yeah, yep, yep. Yep. Um, I have a friend who her little like eight month old baby, his name is Cameron. And my friend decided that we're calling him Ron instead of Cam. Okay. Like his parents call him oh, Cam. Wow. Yeah. But we're like, we're calling him Ron. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine you as a Ron? Ron? No, 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 no. no, no, no. <laughs> it's not cute. I mean, Cam's definitely cuter name, especially for a baby. <laughs> okay, we had a groom named Ron, though, and Ron is quirky. He is like a little hipster vibes, but more just like zoink, kind of. Uh, like, yeah. he's funny. Zoink. He's that. And his name is Ron, and obviously he's a young 20-something. It so fits. It's such yeah. a great vibe. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe it's like going through a rebrand right now. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll see I, if he ends up being a Cam or a Ron, I guess, as he grows yeah. up. <laughs> I feel like all those like older names from like the 70s, 80s are coming back. Oh, I agree. Mm-hmm. Like, so many girl names. I love that, yeah. that vibe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Looking over. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, okay. Before we get into like more of like your guys' business side of things, tell yeah. us about your wedding. Yes. Because that's kind of what spiraled this whole thing. It's kind of exactly. like the start of it all. Uh-huh. Yep. So Cam and I got married at Birch Hill Barn. Um, it's a barn that was in Wisconsin. It's owned by Jacqueline, who owns Collected & Co., a huge rental company in the city. To be clear, the barn is still there. Oh, I'm I was going to say, yes, I heard it was. <laughs> burned like, down. Oh, no. <laughs> it's concrete. I never know what to explain what to people nowadays. Um, oh, shit. It actually burned down? No, no he's no, kidding. No, no, no. Oh, he just... <laughs> sorry. Very slow right now. No, it's in Baldwin. So it's... Okay. Um, I was like, I think I know it. Like Glenwood City. Yep. Yeah, Glenwood yeah. City. Oh, yeah, yeah. Technically, it's Glenwood yeah. City. The exit is Baldwin. Um, um, it was beautiful. So it was a private property that I'm sorry. Why am I, I pat- saying was? It's just no longer a venue. It yeah, still exists, you guys. What is it now? Private, private property. property. Oh, okay, okay. Yes. Okay, so okay. it started as a private property, their private property, mm-hmm. and then they were like, "Hey, let's use this barn for something." And so they were living there at the time, and mm-hmm. then they took over Collected and Co. when the past owner retired, and they sold the business to them and so then they were doing all this business in the cities and it's only like an hour drive but I imagine with like rentals and stuff mm-hmm. that, that becomes a lot yeah. and so they no longer have it as a venue I think it is still in their as a private re- residence for them but yeah. I'm not really sure mm-hmm. the bummer about it you guys is so that was in 2016 we shot our first weddings in 2017 and we never got a single inquiry for it 
I was so bummed. Aww. I wanted to shoot at it so badly. <laughs> I just thought that would have been so fun. I think it's a beautiful property too. Yeah. So it was just a barn at the like peak of barns. So I was going to say, yeah. yeah, back then. It was kind of cool then. Uh-huh. Like don't write yeah. us off. Like it was a vibe. <laughs> no. We were- I love, hey, we are, we have that vibe. Right, so. right, right. Yes, 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 yes. So it was a red barn, like literally classic. Yeah. Um, but it had this beautiful sprawling property that has this huge hill overlooking it that had like this swing at the top of it with this giant tree. So it was vibey. Um, and it's honestly a photographer's dream. Like it's yeah. just such a pretty property. Mm-hmm. And so we were so bummed that we never got to photograph at it. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but so our wedding was great. It was actually pre us in the industry, mm-hmm. like I was yeah. saying. So we literally had not shot couples, literally had not even explored it. So when we were planning a wedding, we were noobs. Like we did mm-hmm. not have any industry in- experience yeah. right. at the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Damn. That's, ex- I, was, I was just trying to think, cause like I know one other photographer that got married there. So I'm just like, okay. like it's kind of oh, like a photographer really? place. And I feel like there was another, somebody else I knew that got married there, but like, hmm. I don't know. I don't really remember. Wait, Anyways. I know someone. So literally the first wedding that they had there, I think it was only a venue maybe for like five years. Long, maybe yeah. less than that. Yeah. I don't think it yeah. was very long because I think our my friend Sarah got married there in okay. 2016, 2017 Okay, too. yeah, yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. maybe, maybe 2018, but I'm pretty sure it was earlier than that. Yeah, and the first wedding that they had was a photographer too. That wow. she got married then. Mm-hmm. And it's a photographer little dream. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's yeah. why I was like, I'm kind of like shocked. I'm like, I know of another photographer that got married there. Yeah, so. definitely. Dang. Mm-hmm. Um, now, looking back, do you think it would have been easier to plan the wedding knowing everything that you guys know now about the industry? And like, is there anything you would have done differently? Megan, that is such a double-edged sword. <laughs> so it is. Would it be easier? Yes. Some elements about like flow and having knowledge of things. Much easier, obviously, right? Mm-hmm. So many other things, so much harder. You guys, we were, so we were 24 at the time. We had a much different budget than we would now. Uh Mm -hmm. Um, We also did not know the scope of the potential of what you could do, right? (laughs) And that's where... Okay, if we got married now, we would blow a budget. Like, we would just go ham. We would be insane. What's the so, budget? What are numbers? Oh, God. I don't know. So here's what we would do are if we got married. Are you blowing it your budget because you have more money or because you just have all the things that you Both. want to do? That's, that's, that's <laughs> it. Both. So, I think also because we'd have a hard time, like, containing ourselves, basically. Like, yes. we would set a lower budget. Yes. But it's like, but we could have this. Like, yes. we've seen people do this, and how beautiful was that? Right. You mm-hmm. also have so many more connections now, oh, though, yeah. too, where you're like, yep. oh, I have to use this yep. person. Uh-huh. Yes. I have to do this. Yes, 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 You yes. have to hire Megan and Cynthia as <laughs> exactly. your hype girl. Right. Uh-huh. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> no, I agree. And so, at the time, we got a little bit lucky with a few of our vendors yeah, where um, we use our florist was Jamie of Pristine Floral. I don't know if you yeah. guys have worked with Jamie. She's absolutely wonderful. She is a literal angel. At the time, she was a very different budget than she is now, um, where literally like her minimum is like three times what we paid for all of our florals. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> so just insane. So our wedding, here's what we did. We did, because this will get us closer to a budget answer. Yeah, yeah. Um, we did a lot of things really well that I'm really proud of. Like yeah. we were super intentional about a lot of things of our experience. Like I, we knew from the get go that we wanted a really awesome guest experience and we wanted that at the forefront. Mm-hmm. And I think we did that really well. We had personal touches up the wazoo that I still think are like tasteful. They're not, you know, where you just try to like work something in about your personality and it's like a little bit kitschy and like a mm-hmm. favor or something like that. I think a lot of things that really represented us well that we would continue. Um, that said, I think this is what we would do nowadays. And you tell me if this is right. (laughs) I think we would do a smaller guest count to keep our budget Uh reined in. Mm -hmm. We would probably have like a 
50 person, maybe 40 yeah. person. Oh, a lot of really family down. friends attend the wedding. And that like r- parents' friends attend the right, wedding. Right, and that, that just like, racks it up. How you know? many people yeah. did you have at your wedding? We had 175, so I feel like very average. Yeah. Still not bad. No, no. Like, that's basic. Right, but, but a lot like of a basic big wedding. Maybe not mm-hmm. as close to you. Right. No, like yeah, we could cut family. easily. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, we could so yeah. cut that. Mm-hmm. Um, we would have a multi day event. Like, I'm thinking like a four day event. Like, we listen to the podcast before. Yeah, I literally explain things. This is what I've said before. Yep. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> um, because that is where it's at. Like, you don't just want an experience where someone just, like, goes and then they go home at the end of the night or they just, like, show up half day. You want something where it's, like, integrated and it's part of, the like, you have a bonfire and you have a boat day and you have a everything yes. like that. Yes, yeah. Um, I think we would probably do a destination and we would go somewhere of that we absolutely sort. left. Of yeah. some sort. Like, so, not necessarily far. Yes. So, Cam and I mm-hmm. love to travel. I'm sure we'll talk about that later. But, mm-hmm. um... Maybe it would be like an Italy vibe. Yeah, We're maybe. very partial to Italy. Ooh. Or it'd just be a destination where everyone did have to travel. They did have to stay overnight. Um, like a Brainerd vibe. You know? Yeah, yeah. But Duluth. Something. Like, just like a Duluth. A North Shore. Like, Capri, like Italy, stay. though. Like, yeah. yeah, right? Yeah, you yeah, can yeah. rent out a mansion in Capri, <laughs> Italy for a whole weekend. Uh-huh. It's what the same cost it would be to rent yeah. exactly. a venue in uh, California somewhere or something. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's where it would be for us. I think we would want a lot of like guest enhancing elements like a lot of guest experience type things and I think that's where we would rack up our budget like Mm -hmm. having people on stilts having champagne walls I don't know not not those actual things but a lot of very like 360 photo booth or like I don't know the fun elements that become a full for sure event for people especially because we all know like the things that people do remember and the things they don't remember exactly and so you're like Uh let's focus on things we know they're going to remember and you know what people remember the pictures that they took too so like doing that like 360 like that'd be the coolest Mm -hmm. thing ever Mm -hmm. people are going to use it put on their social media and they're always going to go back to it too exactly so i agree with that yeah i love that yeah damn we have a 360 photo booth at capitum this weekend for the first time really Uh, that's mm -hmm. fun they're they're very fun there's gonna be one at ilia (gasps) i'm probably gonna come (laughs) like let's just now now i'm just now i may pull a dress away from i was gonna say let me pick out my dress you can pick it out first i think i know which one i'm gonna wear out of the ones that i brought you and then which one you'll wear Okay, yeah, I'm looking for, I was wow. just giving like greener blue vibes, but. Yeah. Okay, well, I brought a green one and a blue one, and I'm kind of digging the blue one, but I also don't know what it looks like on me, so I've never worn it. We'll find out after this. We see. Okay, uh, I had a question before, and I don't remember what it was. We were um, talking about doing a 360 and how it's like yeah. a guest experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it was like way before then. I just need to make oh. sure. I, I just need to write notes, but I just. It's I hard to when you're so hard. Moment. Yeah. I can hardly yeah. even read my notes to keep up like while <laughs> yeah. in the conversation. Mm-hmm. Can't take um, notes, too. Well, while you're trying to remember, I think I was just going to mention like the multi-day thing. Yeah. It's one of those things where like I love to try and do something like that, but only because I don't want to overwhelm myself like the one day. Because like, you know, it's right. so overwhelming mm-hmm. of a right. day that I want to just experience it more, but mm-hmm. it seems so extra. But I'm like, oh, but I would love to have a smaller ceremony with the people that I care about. And then having a you know the dance and things the next day so you don't have to mm-hmm. cram it all into 100%. one 100% you know what yeah. i think is so sad is when couples feel that they can only have brief not conversations yeah. interactions uh-huh. with their guests mm-hmm. they, like, and sometimes you don't like talk FaceTime, to all your guests yeah. yeah you just yeah it's like you could have been on facetime why is this happening yeah, or I'm saying, like, you didn't even saying? get facetime with uh-huh, them. Yeah, like they're like, yeah uh-huh. not even like having conversations <laughs> like i literally didn't see them at my own wedding yes a hundred percent and so it's like you just spread out that pressure mm-hmm. if you have a three-day event and you have some sort of welcome dinner on a boat mm-hmm. you're able to chat with all those people you're able mm-hmm. to have 
actual full conversation. Mm-hmm. Not and a, hey, you look so great. Oh my gosh, so good to see you. Okay, bye. Yeah, right? and actually Those make memories with every single person exactly. at your wedding, which yes. is amazing. Yes. Yeah, and that's a big thing, making the memories. Mm-hmm. So you think you are because it's one big memory in one, right. but there's not the individual ones. No. no. Uh, and yeah, I agree. We think about so many people during our wedding where I'm like, I danced in a circle with them and it's Mm -hmm. like now one of my best friends and I'm like, what a bummer. Do you ever get like that ick feeling? Because I still, I mean, we got married, my husband and I, three years ago and I still get that like ick feeling where I'm like, oh, I didn't talk to that person or I didn't do Mm -hmm. this or I'm like, oh no, like my mother said this to this one person and I got embarrassed (laughs) about it. I'm like, like that, do you still feel that this Yes, and Long I think that's so later. sad. I think that's just so hard because you have so much weight and pressure mm-hmm. on that 10 hours, 8 hours, whatever it yeah. is. Mm-hmm. That's just like pretty stressful, I think. Mm-hmm. Damn. Okay, I remembered my question. Okay, so do you think, looking back at it, if you guys would have been in the industry and like knew everything you were yeah. going through, would it have taken away some of the spontaneity of the day and like some of that like fun planning? Because I like, I don't know. I don't know. That's hard. One thing for us is that, like you were kind of saying, we felt so lucky after the fact with everyone that we found. Like we were very intentional about seeking out Mm -hmm. people and like our vision for the day and everything. And we look back on it now. It's like, how did we have as good of a wedding as we had like for our budget? Like we got so lucky finding these people early on in their careers, like trying to grind just like we were. And it all came together perfectly. And so I feel like for that, for us, that would never happen if we did it again mm-hmm. because we'd be like, well, we know these people are good. We can't like take the risk on this thing mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. We'll, just, we'll just up our budget. We'll just double it here to get that. The person that you want. Like, like you the know. dream photographer instead yeah. of, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. I think it's tricky because looking back, I feel like I wasn't present a lot of the day. And I think the biggest element that we really encourage our couples to do now is not just plan because you know, obviously that's what you do. You plan a wedding, you do check off all the things, but to stop and pause and sit back and think about how each part of the day you really want it to feel. How do you want this to feel in the morning? And then you need to do is off of that. Because Mm -hmm. if you don't budget time for this person to be taking photos of you and this person to be refilling your drink, all of a sudden your drink isn't refilled and then you're having to scramble with that and then you're not talking with your friends. And it comes back to like, you have to make the most of all the moments. Mm -hmm. But I think there's some elements of our day that I felt like I wasn't fully, fully present in because I was like thinking about, oh my gosh, we have to do this. And whoa, what about this? And um, not even like planner related. Like we had a great right. planner um, that really executed it really well. It was just yeah. more so that I hadn't pictured some of the parts of the day and how I really wanted it to feel. Mm-hmm. And so it didn't feel like that. So yeah. now being in the industry, I would really know like, okay, let's sit back. Let's really think through like, mm-hmm. is this enough time for this for me to feel relaxed? Is this enough time for me to have full combos, mm-hmm. or am I going to feel a little rushed? Yeah. To be mm-hmm. fair though, Tia's makeup artist didn't show up on our wedding day. Oh no. So, so there's she a hiccup. Was, yeah. Oh, <laughs> in a very no. different mood at the beginning of the day yeah, than I was. Cameron, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a story. It's a long story, but do you want it? It's tea. Yeah. yeah of okay. course. Of course. <laughs> this is what our Unless TikTok followers like. Is this yeah. our crazy story at the end? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Maybe we'll do that. We can do many crazy stories. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. unless you have another one. <laughs> no, but we don't, you guys. we got to keep this the listeners all. coming. Yeah. 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 Wait, yeah. we got to make it to the end. Stay tuned. There's a plot twist. Oh. <laughs> uh, the thing, like, looking and the thing that I, like, I I struggle with a little bit, like, especially with, like, Sin potentially getting married in the future. Um, like, <laughs> 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 we're manifesting it, okay? Um, but, like, she knows so many people and like even when I got married like I knew people but like I really like I had 
we were only open for like two, three years at that point in time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I didn't have the relationships that I have now with clients. Whereas yeah. Cynthia has all these relationships with clients where it's like, but it's who, again a double edged sword. Yeah. Like who do you pick? Because like people, you know, and love, mm-hmm. they want to do your wedding, but like you may want somebody else. Uh-huh. So it's like, right. How, how do you go about it? Cause you're going to burn mm-hmm. a bridge or you're, you're not going to. And I thought about this too, because it's, a double-edged sword where you've said a couple times so like where I want to choose someone but I feel like I have to choose someone or like they reach out I do yeah. it happens a lot too with just like regular weddings mm-hmm. or not weddings sorry regular events like that we're hosting at right. the winery yep. and there'll be a vendor that we'll need to use and if we use a different one then they're coming to us like oh we would have appreciated like being thought of or whatever oh, and it's like we can't awkward. always choose the same one no and so it's the same thing it's like oh god what do we do here but yeah like and there's some people where I'm like okay well this is my time like to you I follow on Instagram, girl. I follow people like I have like people where I'm like, oh my god, I want this vibe. I want this. Right. Yeah, right. And it's it's not necessarily people that I have a relationship yeah. with. Right. Um. But obviously, I love you know certain photographers that we have or you know out here all the time too. Mm-hmm. So it's it's yeah, it's a hard one to decide of what to do. I I'm think like, it's also, so hard. But then you're like you have relationships and you're like you love me? Do you help me out? Or it's like, yeah. oh uh-huh. no, but I don't feel like I can because I want to help you out. So I don't want you to like do all the services for a lever- lesser price too. So it's like, you know, weighing them out. It's such an awkward thing. Mm-hmm. And that's why I feel like you see a lot of people who are in the wedding industry hire people from outstate, not <laughs> in their market, <laughs> yep, right? completely different so that I can just be this clean cut. This is who I'm using. Uh-huh. Sorry guys, but obviously this is why because yeah. I'm using this person from outstate. I just think that's the clean cut way of it. But uh-huh. then you also, when you have a relationship with someone you know how they work Mm -hmm. and I think in so many cases you don't know that until you work with them we Mm -hmm. see a lot of planners that were like oh my gosh we would die to work with them they have this awesome brand that makes a lot of sense it aligns with our couples but then maybe we work with them and maybe it's actually not a good fit for one way or another when you actually see them in action Mm -hmm. and you can't see that from anything right like (laughs) you can only see it when you are live in person feeling Mm -hmm. that so when you hire people for your own wedding that you've worked with you have that security blanket right I know how they operate I know that this is going to be great because I know exactly like the workings of that Mm -hmm. sorry that's no advice that's literally saying like pro con pro con (laughs) but it's like well you need to be in the industry otherwise never mind (laughs) (laughs) but honestly though I think like even as we've been talking like being in the industry is not it doesn't make it any easier. No. I mean, no. it does, but it doesn't. Some aspects time. make it easier and yeah. some make it less, yes. like, you know, yeah. harder. And I think about that too when people, every everyone's like, when you get married, are you going to get married at your own venue? And I used to always say, hell no, because like, not. I mean, that was back for sure back at my other venue. I was like, I don't mm-hmm. want to get married at my venue because I didn't, you know, love it. Uh-huh. It wasn't like, you know, the prettiest thing ever. And I love our venue, but I always, beginning would always say no. And I was like, why? I've seen so many weddings in this place. Like, how am I going to differentiate mine from other ones? But then at the same time, when I think of weddings, I think of this place. And so it's like, why would I not want to actually be here? And then I think about, sorry, now I'm rambling. Interesting. This is so interesting. I I never thought of it. Yeah. And then I think about um, how, like, when I plan weddings here, I know everything. I know exactly the Mm -hmm. things you need to figure out what to do. Like, it's like the back of my hand. Like, no stress here. Like, I just need you to answer these. I can answer these questions and be done planning pretty much. Yeah. Obviously, there's a lot on the, on the other end of it, yeah. but that is like, you're not scared anymore because I have that. If I were to do that at a different venue, my anxiety level would be so high because you don't know the answers to things and you have to figure it out from scratch again. So I'm like, maybe it'd be better to be here because I'm not having to start from scratch. That is so Ugh. interesting, especially like, 
little baby cons of maybe your own space, maybe other spaces that you know the exact workaround of. Mm -hmm. They don't really impact the day, but things Mm -hmm. like that, that you're like, this is what we do with this to make this flow better for the guests Mm -hmm. or whatever it is. You know those like the back of your hand, Mm -hmm. but you'd have no idea about those in another space. Mm -hmm. That's so interesting. Or also you go to a different space, you get married there and all of a sudden they run things slightly different and you're sitting there wondering the whole time, why are you doing it this way? I know at my venue, I would do it this way. And you're not doing this. Yeah. Exactly. That's hard. Every wedding I go to, I think that. Like, I was just at a wedding um, this past weekend, or two weekends ago now, and I... In Arizona. Yeah, we, we went oh, to Arizona, fun. like, and they were running their bar, and it was enough people, and it was just the weirdest setup of, like, one mm-hmm. person, like, the way they did it, and I was like, how does this make any sense? Yeah. And, I mean, it, it flowed all, actually, like, nicely, being from the guests, like, my perspective of being a guest rather than in the inside of it, uh-huh. I was like, oh, I didn't notice anything, so it totally worked out. Yeah. But, like... There was one instance where, um, so this venue doesn't do, like, they don't have a license. So, like, the couples bring in their own yeah. bar. Okay. But then uh-huh. but then the venue is the bartender. And so, you like, they, they do, like, the soda and everything. But all the liquor and spear and all that, you bring in yourself. Hmm. And so, they had to go, like, it was destination. So, they had to go off on their own. And while they were there, go mm. grab all that stuff and, you know, go Ooh. to Sam's Club, go to Costco. Yeah. And it's nice because it's fucking cheap because you're going to Costco. <laughs> yeah. But then you have to bring it all there. And then you have to plan. Like, if you run out of your stuff. Like for our venues, cool. You run out, hosted beverages, fine. And then you go to cash bar and yeah. we still have it. They mm-hmm. pay for it on their own. We have everything still available. Right. There, it was like, once it's gone, it's gone. And Whoa, I was like, holy yeah. shit, you're going to run out. So yeah. like, <laughs> it was Wednesday night. We went and said hi to them and we went out to the bars and then they were talking to me. So it's a couple days before the wedding. And they, and I like, they know this is my jam. Like, yeah. I, know, I know the bar. And the bride yeah. was like, okay, so I got this, 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 and this. And I was like... I don't want to make you alarmed because yep. it's three days before your right, wedding. And, right. But you have 130 people and there's no cash bar after that. Like, you're going to run out. Do you, like, you know this crowd of people. And so she was like, you're right. Tell me what I need. And so, like, I'm doing math and, like, sending her things. And I was like, what oh you have gosh. is this. This is what it is. And she went to Costco the next day FaceTiming me. And she, like, got more stuff. And I was still like, we're going to run out. We're going to run out. And, I mean, throughout the night, just like you have here. Like, yes, we were running out of things. But you could, you know, pick other yeah, things. And yeah, yeah, yeah. So did I drink quite a few different things? Yes. But did I drink for free for the whole night pretty much right. until uh, almost midnight yes yeah. okay, but yeah. I was like we had to double some things like it was bad and I was like uh-huh. holy crap like so Jeez. that would give me such anxiety mm-hmm. like the right. way that they ran it and it was one bartender and it was a weird like location I guess of it because mm-hmm. it was like the line would go into the dance floor and oh, no, no, no. Oh, weird yeah and it all worked out because like just the beginning when you're not dancing is when there's like a full long line yeah but it was just so weird where I was like this is how they do it huh interesting okay. yeah mm-hmm. yeah that'd just be so hard right and i don't want to deal with that like i've never had to go i mean yeah i i get liquor so like fine i can do that <laughs> but like uh, i don't know it's another stress and it's like yeah. other things if it's beverage like that sure i can figure it out but if it's something else that i actually not as hands-on about right i lose my mind right yeah mm-hmm. sorry that was quite the tangent <laughs> no sorry. that's tricky yeah. <laughs> um okay so let's talk wedding days so now as a husband and wife team you guys solely mm-hmm. only shoot together you've never shot with anybody else correct what's the dynamic like between you two like on an actual wedding yeah. day yeah yeah so we have shot with someone else once but it was that they were associate <laughs> shooting with us okay as a trio because it was Cam's sister's wedding. Cam was officiating, and I was a bridesmaid, and we were shooting parts of their day with the third person. Oh, my God. So very interesting situation. But um, you, That's one day you say, you know what? Maybe not. You guys, okay, yes. It's very tricky. So um, <laughs> we, all of our friends, probably like 
first circle, second circle, maybe even like third circle. We they know we don't shoot their yeah, weddings. Yeah, these are conversations we've had. Yeah, yeah. those are yeah. conversations we've had, and we you know want to enjoy dinner, want to drink, want to dance, like all the yeah. vibes. And Cam's sister, we absolutely love her. She actually works with us. And um, Shelby, it was Shelby's dream to have us photograph mm-hmm. her wedding. Like it was her absolute dream. And then she asked Cam to officiate, and then she asked <laughs> me to be a bridesmaid. And so we hired a third person, and then you know tag team that. So that does not answer your question, but that is the one. It time. is. It is kind of nice for all the vendors that listen know that you can do it yeah it's not gonna be fun but you can do it (laughs) yes it it was quite stressful for us it was pretty stressful leading up it was it all worked out great and it was a great product and everything like that but you know we were feeling the weight of a lot of different roles going on and stuff um Mm -hmm. but so on every other wedding day in the world we shoot together just the two of us um Mm -hmm. cam and i split up during certain parts of the day so we split up in the mornings obviously to be with different partners and then we'll also like tag team a few different things where we're like we'll split up during cocktail hours so that um cam can photograph reception details and i can photograph guest candidates things like that make it super easy because we always know what the other person is doing like we Mm -hmm. always know how to rely on them what they're up to what they're capturing down to like literally the shot um Mm -hmm. but then the whole rest of the day both of us photograph um we actually have a kind of unique dynamic where as you've probably heard a little bit I'm pretty crazy I love to talk <laughs> Cam loves to listen <laughs> like we're very polar opposites in every way shape and form and so Cam is technically the lead shooter as in he has the first shot like direct okay. smiling at the camera is Cam but I'm actually directing them so it's really nice because typically in a normal situation for those that are not in the industry like a lead shooter is finding the location, setting up like the composition, like how it looks, they're posing, they're having the first shot. All while Um, maintaining small talk. All while maintaining small talk, all while having a great experience Uh for the clients. Mm -hmm. The nice thing is that we really split up those roles. And so while Cam is like finding the spot, he's leading them along, he can then like have this composition of, oh, okay, this tree is going to be like arching up above them. And then I take it away. I start getting them in whatever the pose is, whatever the prompt is. Cam's able to step back, make sure lighting is perfect, make sure that he's ready to rumble. And we're able to kind of tag team that whole thing so while I'm the person talking the most while I'm the person like yelling at them encouraging them everything Mm -hmm. like that I'm only worrying about like the creative shot so like the second shot Mm -hmm. from a different angle while he's worrying about the first shot so it's a little bit unique um people will see that like on TikTok and stuff and they'll be like what is going on here because I'll be like yelling at the couple while Cam is in the frame shooting the person yeah so yeah yeah it's really unique we haven't really seen it many other places but it really plays off of our personalities our dynamic and Mm -hmm. where our strengths fall yeah and I'll add to that the way we approach wedding days is very similar to like our day-to-day life. Like we found that, especially like for us, and because we're opposites, like it's so important for us to just play off each other's strengths. And so like mm-hmm. we like are basically CEOs of our own roles in the company, on the wedding days, in our daily life, in our home life, everything like that. It's just like so we know that like when it comes to like doing dishes, that's gonna be generally on me. But when it comes to <laughs> taking Bella, our dog, out to go to the bathroom in the mornings, that's gonna be a Tia job. And same thing on a wedding day. Like we just like we found that it really helps us to mm-hmm. like really define those roles, who's leading what and when. Mm-hmm. All right. So then the nice thing is that whoever is the CEO, they are fully responsible yep. for it. If mm-hmm. they have a question, if something's out of the norm, if it's not a process that we don't typically do, we'll fall back on the other person. But it allows us, like Cam was saying, both business and home, that it is your thing. It is your deal. And so on the wedding day, like you own that. And then someone is there to fall back on. But otherwise, it's like you're fully in charge of whatever that is. Well, that's so nice because then you're not stepping on each other's right. toes. Mm-hmm. Like you, they can, everyone can see that and like yeah. see how you're working together and yeah. be more comfortable as well. Yeah, yeah. for sure. I love that. How long into like this business did you guys learn that? Oh, okay. This is so interesting. So when we were photographing high school seniors, I was 
I let's say air quotes photographing because I was not photographing. Yeah. So when we say date nights, I would come along and I would just yeah. pose the senior. Okay. Because I shot by myself for that first year, but only for like five seniors. Okay, I'm yeah. very confused by this by you saying that because you started this dream, Tia, yeah. and we're like, okay, this is happening. Like, I uh -huh. bought this camera. I'm going to do it. And you're like, okay, if you like it, I'm going to still, you know, <laughs> get my, like, work in, like, you're planning yep. to go into uh -huh. be a lawyer. Yeah. And then you, like, you quit your job and I feel like you kind of, like, started it or kind of, like, fueled the fire on it. Yeah. And so I just assumed since you were the one that first bought the camera and kind of dipped your toes in that you were the main, like, photographer. No. So rewind. So Cam was photographing like, you know, electives, like that kind of vibe. Um, when we were in high school, I was on the dance team and Cam and his friend were actually the managers. And so he would photograph them. So that was the start start. Yeah, that was okay. the very, very, very beginning. So Cam had a camera all throughout that and okay. then had a camera in college. And then I was like, okay, how about you book some seniors? Like, let's do it. <laughs> and so for the first five seniors, he shot them on his own. Like I was just like, you make this a business. I'll yeah. make the email address. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'll do like, the back end work. You do the front yeah basically yeah. and then i hated it by myself yes so <laughs> yeah. i, I yeah started joining him posing but you guys they were literally paying for two people to be there for me to just like walk around <laughs> chat with the senior and pose not a good like not a good business plan no but, roi but there is so much there is so much to be said for like back in the day when we would shoot seniors granted my boss has this weird or like had this weird charm about him that he could get anybody to do things. But a lot of the times when I was with him, it was one, hold his crap. Mm -hmm. And two, if things were like seeming weird, he was having a hard time posing, especially like a female or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was able to kind of step in and yeah. help pose her yeah, or exactly. like he, I don't know. It was just, there, there is something different though, about like having like, especially with shooting a female, like 100%. having you go pose her versus him. And just chatting with her. I mean, we yeah. shot like 95% girls. The, and yeah. at the time I was teaching dance and I was coaching high schoolers. So I was also surrounded natural. by high schoolers yeah. constantly. Yeah. Plus the dance, like positioning and like getting mm -hmm. your body right and everything like that. So it just made sense. Mm -hmm. But it is a really weird dynamic to look back and be like, I literally did not shoot probably for three years like I never wow. really shot seniors yeah can we also tried a year with you lead shooting just to yes. see how that just would to go. see how the interaction would be of yeah. me like front facing of the camera and yeah. stuff um we didn't love it it didn't quite make sense no. so we went back yeah. to this kind of non-traditional like uh -huh. where yeah. we're completely CEOs of different things and honestly with yeah. you first shooting and because you're a little more quiet and yeah. you want to like find the angle it, it makes you be able to focus on it Absolutely. rather than also uh -huh. having to say, okay, I need to have all eyes on, you know, giving them a hundred percent. So they feel like I'm, you know, seeing them and it's right. all, all about them mm -hmm. yep. where you can actually just focus on that too. Yep. And it's just a good combination. That's mm -hmm. awesome. I love it. Yeah. That's yeah. interesting. Mm -hmm. Now when it comes to like the home life and like editing and working from home and stuff, like yeah. one, how do you, one, who takes care of what? And two, like, how do you know when to shut off? Like we are not, Mm -hmm. co-workers anymore we are now <laughs> husband and wife yeah 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 so the overlying principle is that I handle everything front-facing so that's like social media client interaction mm -hmm. emails like all those things cam handles everything back-end so editing financials and then cam also handles a majority of our home life so dishes picking up our dog poop, mowing, things like that. Um, Can you come pick up the dog poop at my house? <laughs> no, he will not. That's on my list and I don't want to do it. Yeah. He, he's at capacity right now. It's becoming a laborious a job. Yep. Yeah. So editing wise, you handle yeah. it. You want to talk a little yeah. bit on that? Uh, yeah. And so like, I feel like we've gone through different stages of editing because obviously mm -hmm. like as photographers, you can outsource your editing. We did that for a while. We had a private editor that we had 
that we paid to edit all of our photos. I would do the final touches, send it off type thing. Um, she ended up retiring. So now oh, I took that yeah. back in-house. so sad, yeah. you guys. And pre that, we had gone through tons of private editors, editing companies, mm-hmm. and then we had this awesome relationship with this woman um, who knew everything, and we dumped yep. so much time and energy uh-huh. into that relationship. Mm-hmm. And then she retired, so it was so sad. Yeah, and it's because it was a hard trade-off of knowing, like, how much time I'm going to sink into every single image because, like, these are the couples that we've grown to love, and, like, I want these to be mm-hmm. perfect, mm-hmm. versus, like, my time isn't worth the little amount I'm getting paid to spend this much time editing well um, when you're editing 40 to 50 weddings a year mm-hmm. yeah plus probably what 20 hours per wedding just yeah. the editing mm-hmm. process with yeah. like everything yeah like. exactly yeah mm-hmm. um so now it's shifted a little bit so i'm still doing all the editing but we're using ai tools to help us edit mm-hmm. so that's saving hours and oh. hours and hours of work mm-hmm. on top of that and we also just now have a more like streamlined workflow with culling with narrowing with doing initial edits and things like that too so that's really helped mm-hmm. well and kind of like with like your presets and everything mm-hmm. too so like now i i have such a like a passion for photography because i went to school for this crap yeah <laughs> and too like did it for a long time but like we we tried to outsource all of our weddings at one point in time and just kept getting really terrible results yeah. and so yeah. it was just so it's hard fun. to do mm-hmm. so we never did but we got into a really really good system where we just batch edit everything and then export them run them through like a photogenic thing to like soften their skin a little bit and then pull them back out and then do like the final edits on it and it sped up the workflow so fast so it's like so nice to kind of hear like that's kind of what you guys are doing in a way but like obviously much more technical from when we were doing in 2017 yeah um but where was i going with that Oh, the presets. Um, So now you guys have all that stuff kind of batched already. Now do you sell it or how does like that work? Yeah. So we have a preset that we use to edit. It's a base for all of our images that I then go in, apply that to every single image and then go through and tweak the creation of the preset took a long time. Also just like finding our own style and like knowing Mm -hmm. what it is we like. Like we went through like so many iterations, but I feel like now we finally settled on something that we absolutely love. And so we put a lot of work into like fine tuning it, making it perfect. And now we have released it this past year. That's yeah. so exciting. As a product, yeah, yeah, it's so fun. Uh-huh. So uh, beyond our service side of our business, Cam and I do a lot of education for other photographers. So we do courses, coaching, um, and then we have a shop where our presets are. And mm-hmm. we um, sell both courses and then we sell like templates and guides and all kinds of things that we've gone through and we've really streamlined right. and we've made great systems so that other people can use those and kind of jump ahead yeah. and have that leg up to be like, boom, bang, I'm creating a business, I'm ready to rumble. Mm-hmm. And so you have a certain preset that you like always use for all of your clients now? Yes, yes. Okay. always. Uh-huh. And how does, th- I'm, I don't have a, right, 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 right. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, so yes. these might be stupid questions, No. but okay. So you use AI, how, how? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the AI editing tool, what we had to do is we uploaded, I think, I think it requires like 6,000 edited images to start. Okay. And so you just, you take images you've edited and the way it works in like Lightroom is you have a raw file, mm-hmm. and so that's the, the photo that the camera takes. Mm-hmm. And then there's a little, it's called a sidecar file. It's uh, like an XML file that records all the data. Okay. And so what you do is when you're editing, you're just tweaking that sidecar file. Mm-hmm. And so it's saying, make it a little bit brighter. Change yeah. the warmth of the image to this. Make it yeah. more contrasty, stuff like that. Yeah. So basically you're uploading all of those sidecar files. It's a 6,000, so it knows what your final edits were, mm-hmm. it learns from that, it makes a profile, and then you go in and you fine tune it over time. I think we ended up uploading, I think like 17,000, just because we wanted it to be like a better <laughs> yeah, product up crap. front. Just like put in a little yeah. extra work up front, yes. make it a little bit better. 
Um, so we did that. And now basically it's, it's more or less like an AI preset now. Like it learned mm-hmm. what we do. It knows obviously the preset that we use yep. and then how in different lighting conditions we've tweaked the images. We've made it like slightly more contrasty or less. Sure. We've made it warmer in these circumstances to match these skin tones, that sort of thing. So now the AI is generally just... It knows you. It has like an educated yeah. guess of what yeah. it would do. Like it applies the preset and then it tweaks it how it mm-hmm. thinks we would. And I feel like they're in like an 800 photo gallery, maybe like 15 that are perfect now. Like mm-hmm. it delivers 15 perfect images, but then like 60% are like really, really good. And like so only small tweaks. Tweak. Yeah. Yep. And then like maybe another like 20% or so that's like, okay, this needs a little bit of work. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of missed it here. But like, this is the early stages still. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's, it's exciting to know that like, we're just getting started with this. It's still, we can train it so much more mm-hmm. and it's already saving us hours of work. Um, it still requires us to go through and do the small tweaks, right. but it's only the small tweaks instead of starting from scratch right. on every single image. Yeah. Okay. Now, if I ask this question and it's part of your um, education, yeah. you can just stop me and say, go <laughs> find it here. No, we can tell you. Because this is like a question that I've like, I don't know if it actually applies to our <laughs> listeners. Yeah. But okay. So with your presets and everything, you do certain ones and then kind of taking it to social media, like where you have a, your yep. feed and it all mm-hmm. makes it so they all look alike. Now as a venue, that is something I struggle with. One, yeah. I'm not uh-huh. a good at photography. I'm not good at social media. I'm learning like those things just don't come natural yes. to me. And I like want to be able to make our feed look a certain way. Right. But exactly. when you're getting photo- photographs from a whole mm-hmm. bunch of different photographers, they all do it differently. And so it's trying to like mesh those together or like use certain colors where it's like, okay, my, my venue is majority like browns and greens right. because yep. we have mm-hmm. so much like, you know, woods and the wood and green and trees and all this. Right. But it's like, can't make that the whole feed. Yep. And uh, so it's always been such a struggle to try and find like what yeah. to do there. Um, so I'm just wondering how, how you, we talk about this a lot with a lot of our vendor friends, like yeah. florists especially, that yeah. will have a certain color palette for uh-huh. the wedding they're producing, but then that's going to look so different between so many photographers. And, and seasons. Yeah, seasons mm-hmm. and lighting and the venue, and there's mm-hmm. just so many factors. So here's what I think. I think there's two ways that you approach this. I don't think that you can go photo by photo by photo by photo by photo because you have too many photos coming in. You only have a select amount of photos coming mm-hmm. in, right? Like sometimes mm-hmm. you don't have access to everything or you like can't get a hold of them or sometimes the, you don't want to post those whatsoever. Right. Like they're not a good fit. Um, I think that now where social media is going is social media is going to more of a graphic-based, educational, entertaining, mm-hmm. raw, mm-hmm. authentic, that I think that professional photos can and should be balanced out with graphics at the front of a carousel with Mm -hmm. um, like a raw photo that is not a professional photo and is very clearly not a professional photo all mixed in there so that it's like okay you have this photo right here and then right in the center you have a graphic at the front that has like you know like it's pink and it has some pinks that play off of this it has some pinks that play off of the next photo these photos don't look like anything together they look crazy together Mm -hmm. but because you have like those spacers those dividers in between it makes a balanced feed so I think the reality of social media going to a more authentic place helps things like that Mm -hmm. because otherwise you're like in this pinch of how do I post all this different work next to each other looks literally horrendous but now you can break it up with a lot of like graphics and thumbnails and mm-hmm. you know front cards whatever that looks like mm-hmm. gen z is saying that it doesn't matter anymore i know so I, it's yeah. also like oh well but i'm like i love like love mine to be like colorful and bright and yeah. different and like mm-hmm. really sharp but 
I think that's what I like about your guys' brand and your style of your edits and the way you shoot and the way you pose is when somebody hangs that up on their wall, they're going to like that in 10, 20 years. Yeah. Whereas there's some photographers like the super edgy ones or something where it's it's a beautiful photo. It's very editorial, very gorgeous. But yeah. I don't, I'm not going to like that photo in 10 years because I can't see my face or like, <laughs> it's all blurry or like something like that where I just like yours are very crisp and the colors really show through too, oh, which is you. nice. Wow. Yeah, so. it's, it's nice for other vendors, like florists, florist friends, that it's able to look mm-hmm. like the true color that they design. I think the hard thing when people are picking editing styles, like when you're discovering as a photographer what you want to be and what you want to do, the baseline of a wedding is that a wedding is your one, in most cases, time, mm-hmm. and it is your legacy, and it is what you're going to look at on the wall 20 years from now, and I think that has to be taken into consideration. Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes I feel like people are like, let me do this crazy thing, and that that's fine, like, that's all mm-hmm. good, but it is a wedding at the bottom of, like, baseline, and mm-hmm. they will have to have that on their wall in 20 years. So, yeah, we try to keep that at the forefront, mm-hmm. and I think it's worked pretty well. Yeah, no, it's beautiful, and I just... Again, Cynthia was saying, like, the browns and the greens. Your greens are popping all the time. Like, I think back to, like, yes. oh, I mean, you guys have done four or five weddings at the yeah. Capitol Room. Yeah. yeah. And I remember there was even, like, a winter wedding where, like, the colors. Oh, I think yeah. she had, like, pops of, like, purple. Yep. And the purple was popping. Yeah. Like, you could tell. And, I mean, it was a winter wedding still, but right. it was everything was so clean and fresh looking, which was really nice. Oh, good. So. Love it. Love that. Okay, so I asked a question before we even started editing or recording, and then I was like, okay, wait, I gotta wait <laughs> yeah. for the podcast. Um, we've talked a lot right now how we know that you guys live in the cities area yeah. and are based out of the cities, but you're not only based out of the cities. Right. Yes. So Cam and I also shoot in San Diego. Mm-hmm. We honestly absolutely love San Diego just as yeah. a destination. Um, I grew up going there in the summers. My grandma lives there. We have family all out there, and Cam and I are just in love with it. We're in love with the vibe of San Diego. I think San Diego has so much to offer, and the great thing about being an entrepreneur is you can literally create your own plan and so Mm -hmm. we're like let's shoot there some of the time and so we started booking weddings there booking engagements there and so we travel there as much as possible right now that looks like little like kind of segments of time Mm -hmm. in which we're out there enjoying the weather enjoying like San Diego has so much to offer that's so different from Minnesota so it's just like a breath of fresh air like all the venues there are just a completely different vibe there aren't a lot of like quote-unquote event venues there that are primarily just for weddings it's a lot of like country clubs and hotels and um Things that are historical venues, but things that aren't necessarily kind of like the top tier in Minnesota. Like I think a lot of event venues trump Minnesota. And so it kind of switches over in San Diego. Um, And I just think it's so fun. Like it's so inspiring for us. And so I think down the road, ideally, Cam and I would kind of be a snowboarding work life where we'd be there for maybe six Mm -hmm. months in the winter, come back to Minnesota for six months. We'll see. We'll keep you posted. (laughs) Well, and the nice part is you can always come back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's not like... Um, I don't know. It's just, you just have so many more options out there too, I think. And 100%. it's sitting out by the pool, answering email. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right? Uh-huh. Like, and so how do you plan it out when you go back? How do you say like, okay, we'll do your, enga- you say like, we're going to be back in this, in the town this time. Like we'll do your engagement session here. Yep. We'll do this here exactly. um, based around other weddings too. Yeah. So Got trying it. to just like clump things right now together as much as possible mm-hmm. so that we're there for engagement sessions, like all batched kind of in a row mm-hmm. or we're there while we're there for a wedding so that we can kind of like wrap in costs, obviously for us um but it for now that's how it works and then hopefully in the future it's like a longer chunk of time where just everything Mm -hmm. happens during that time yeah yeah Yeah. it's kind of nice well because you can be like yo we're gonna be in san diego from march 3rd to the 31st like 
Get exactly. your shit in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so Cam and I have always done a ton of destination engagement sessions. I'd say on an average year, about a third of our couples don't live in Minnesota. They oh. live elsewhere and are getting married back in Minnesota. Like they grew up there. Or one of them, their mm-hmm. parents are still, you know. Um, and so we've always done destination engagement sessions for them. And it always works out that way. Like, for example, we're going to be in North Carolina for a wedding next month. And um, we're there for an engagement session also for a couple that's getting married in North Carolina the following year. So, you know, like you're able to group those things and like they have flexibility with their timing and stuff. It's more so like, let's make it work when it can work. And so Mm -hmm. it works out well. We'll group Chicago engagement sessions together. Mm -hmm. We typically have a ton of Chicago couples. So it works out well that way. That's cool. You guys just have must must have amazing. We're drinking white wine. This is what happens. (laughs) My brain is going fuzzy. Um, You must have a ton of sky miles. (laughs) Yes. You guys, don't get Cam started. Cam is very into point hacking, credit yeah. cards. This is like a new thing, relatively. I was so I'm just, very excited I was just about full it. out yes. with this, too. Yeah. Yes, he's full out about it now. It's judgment over here. No, yes. no, no. no I it's a great vibe. He literally upgraded my flight to Chicago in first class for like 75 bucks. I think yeah. I actually, no, I think I spent like a thousand sky miles to get upgraded to first class on my already free flight to Chicago. So I'm like, I get this whole uh-huh. thing. It's yes, fine. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, don't get me started. I get annoyed that you have to start all over every year. It's like, I don't travel enough for uh-huh. that. That's insane. Wait, yeah. your sky miles start over? Oh, yeah. No. Well, no, not your like level. Like your. Oh, your level like starts over. Like your status. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, is yeah. that what it's called? Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, that's just bothered me so long as the points keep racking up. I'm good. Um, okay, so do you have any favorite venues between Minnesota, San Diego, I guess all around because you guys go to multiple places? So, yeah. what are your, do you have any favorite venues? You do okay, also yes. do not need to say the Capitol Room if you do not want to. <laughs> you can, if you, it can be in the top five. Okay, so here's the deal we love huge large guest experience prioritized so industrial not the capital no 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 <laughs> huge open spaces where you can personalize the space but it already has like this historical or like charm or like, like character character mm-hmm. it already has this character so that is the capital room yeah. um, <laughs> we love northern pacific center in brainerd that would probably be a top contender for us to get mm-hmm. if we got married because again it'd be easy to make oh. that a full weekend yes it's mm-hmm. a great space that has just like this huge open space have you guys been up there no <gasps> okay. i've been to brainerd but not that area Right, yeah. so Northern Pacific Same. is an old um, train depot. depot. Oh, that's oh. what it's called. Okay. I feel like we talked about this with somebody else recently. Yes, so it rebranded a couple years ago. They got on a new ownership. And so um, it is literally, you guys, right now, it is this huge, I would say compound. Like, that's what I would call it. It is this huge, like, property where they have a main reception venue. They also have another one. They have... Technically, I think it's like five ceremony spaces, three outdoors, two indoors, and mm. they are different spaces. So like, for example, wow. the main reception venue is this huge, probably 40 foot ceiling um, industrial venue vibe. And the, mm. the main ceremony is a whole nother building that is this light and airy. It has kind of like almost like Spanish tile on the floors. It's like printed and it's white and brick and very different vibes. So you mm-hmm. have just like all these options, but the entire property now they're turning it into like a coffee shop, or a restaurant, oh, or no, not a restaurant, a brewery. brewery yeah. um, they just have all these different things at it, and you have access to the property. So oh, it's just very right. cool. Um, so we, yeah, we love Northern Pacific Center. We love Machine Shop in the cities. Mm-hmm. Um, we love Hutton House. Just these big spaces that yeah, have character white, to them. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. but you can really personalize them if you want to. But in a lot of cases, you don't need to do a whole ton starting at the base level. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Dang. <clears throat> I've like gone like 
I know a I backwards know. forwards on this whole thing. And, well, uh-huh. when you have a transition, you it is. I know. Uh-huh. We always talk about that. Um, okay, is there any like future travel plans, like for like personally or for shooting? Like, are you guys driving out to like England anytime yeah. soon? Driving, like driving, flying. Yeah. I mean, you could drive. You could drive onto a boat and then take a boat there and then drive. Take a ship across the sea, <laughs> girl. No, Titanic, um, 2023. Yeah. Yes, Cam and I love to travel, and so this year's a big travel year for us. It is. Ooh. So the more that we can work work into it is great, mm-hmm. obviously, because that travel is paid for. Um, but this year we are going to Portugal in a couple of weeks. Ooh. It is actually a family trip with Cam's family. We have never done a huge trip like that with his family, so we'll see what it's like. Um, we've, and it's his entire family too. So he has yeah. two sisters, both of their significant others, and his parents. So we'll report back. But we've never <laughs> been to Portugal. We're really, really excited. Um, we, two of our best friends, live in London, and they're getting married in. Spain this year. She's originally from Spain. So we'll be going to that, obviously. And then we're trying to figure out what we'll tack on to that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It'll either be a brand new place to yeah. us or it'll be a European country that we've only spent a little time at and we want to do more. Yeah. Iceland is my hot contender right now. And we've only been for three days. And so I want more of that. Mm-hmm. Oh, so I'm going for a week in June. Oh, I'm so jealous. Oh. It's amazing. Oh. Oh. Have, wait. wait, have you been before? No. You guys, Iceland... <laughs> to everyone in the world out there. Iceland is unlike anything else. Here's the deal. You get out the airport and you look at the ground, and this will sound so simple, but you look at the ground and it's like lava-y, kind of molten, <laughs> yeah. molten-y, so it kind of gives you like Hawaii vibes, but then it has like moss on top of it. So it kind of gives mm-hmm. you like Ireland, Scotland vibes, but it's like, why is moss growing on the rock? Like what is... So that's just a simple explanation of like you literally yes. get to Iceland and you're like, what the frick is going it feels on here? Like a different world. Yeah. It is a different world. I have seen photos and it is a bucket list. For Everything sure. about it is insane, you guys. Yeah. yeah, it's just crazy. So many waterfalls. Yeah, you literally mm-hmm. just drive. So they have one major highway. It's called Highway One, and it's one circle <laughs> around the country. Yep. And you drive one strip. Like it'll be like a two-hour strip on the highway, not even getting off, and you'll see something like 25 waterfalls. And yeah. that's not busy. Huge. There's only one highway. No. no. It's. <laughs> Not now, but you guys are just hyping it up. Everyone's going to go. <laughs> Everybody in the world listens to this podcast. Yes. We know. Yeah, right, right, uh-huh, right. Uh-huh. I think it's gone through tourism booms, but mm-hmm. the country in general is not highly populated. Dense, popula- densely yeah. populated. Yeah, it's it, like, it. from what we were like researching when we were planning our trip, it's, it's very like fishing towns and yeah. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I think we're going, we're taking just the south route. So we're, yeah. route. So we're just going on the south side. I think we're stopping in Holman, Holman, Holman. Okay. I don't know. We've got a cute like little spot there that we're staying for a night or two. And then we're literally just coming back that yeah. way. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Which is, yeah, yeah. So we've done just to the bottom point, which is called Veek. It's like the bottom oh, yeah. point of it. Um, and so probably half of your trip. And it's insane, you guys. It'll blow yeah. your mind. So that's our personal travel. Um, we'll be in North Carolina for a wedding, like I mentioned. Uh-huh. Where where in North Carolina? We are up in the mountains, you guys. Mm-hmm. It is called. Are you up by like Asheville, or are you like north? It's like wait, is Boone nearby? Oh, it's no? Boone. Yes, it's Boone. Okay. So it's like um, northwest of Charlotte. Yeah, so the engagement session will be in Charlotte. Yeah, okay. And we're going the out wedding for will too. Be up in the um, I think there's a mountain over in that direction. It's called Grandfather Mountain. We hiked up it in 2020, and it is insane Ooh, like you cool. have to sign a waiver if you are not reported oh, back wow. to base camp by 4 p.m the helicopters come out for you Damn. um oh i it, don't know <laughs> it's not it's <laughs> not that hard like there was 
when so my best friend Amber and I were doing it and we got to like the highest point that we could get to before like it started getting busy because we got there at sunrise wow and we it was about noon at this point in time we started walking back down and there was these kids coming up like with their parents like young kids like seven eight years old crying because <laughs> some of this stuff is so scary like you're literally it's like a cliff coming down you're climbing a ladder if you step off to the left just a little bit you you're going down eight thousand feet. Oh my god! So, but I don't know if it, I could do that. Yeah. It was it was like twenty five bucks to do. We signed a waiver. <laughs> wow! It was amazing though. The views wow. were immaculate. So I'm just thinking like doing an engagement session out there <laughs> at like eighty five hundred feet. Insane. Oh my god! You guys, I'm sometimes a pretty weenie hiker. Like sometimes I I love hiking. I'm like so pumped about it. it fits in with our vibe I feel like our friends vibe <laughs> but then sometimes it just gets me and on our honeymoon actually it was our first European trip we went to Italy and we like backpacked like we had yeah. all of our stuff <laughs> with us the entire time but we were in Cinque Terre which um is the five cities along the coast and um you we had an Airbnb that was in between the cities so basically the five cities you either take a train to along the back you hike them so it's like a little doop 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 up and down <laughs> yeah. um or you boat to them uh -huh. so we were hiking up to the middle of them which is like the Cinque Terre National Park so it's like there's only one place you can stay in the whole thing and that's where we were staying and so we had to get up to that that night we start our <laughs> hike and there was no not doing it. You guys, it is rocks that were so high. I mean, to be fair, it had rained the night before, yes. and they did officially close the trail. Like oh. they said, you should so not take it. But, we but were also, like, we had nowhere else to stay. That's right. <laughs> <we're doing. laughs> we do. <laughs> you had all your stuff with you. You could have just uh. camped. <laughs> <laughs> we're scared so yeah. no. we had to it was like rocks of like like imagine the height of a bar mm -hmm. that's how high you had to step up for each of them mm. and not quite that high <laughs> <laughs> okay but a large, Tia, large Cynthia step. and I are also very short <laughs> right, 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 right. So. and then we had our 50 pound backpacks which does add a pretty penny like yeah. that that has a way to we literally got like a third of no, the way we were like 100 yards into this hike <laughs> and Tia is on the ground bawling <laughs> It was our first yeah, trial of our marriage. Yeah, too soon for this. <laughs> I was like, we're screwed. <laughs> Where are we going to stay? <laughs> so I don't know about this hike, but I'll report back. Yeah. Okay. So I was just in Arizona, and yeah. this isn't my first time going to Arizona and hiking, but we did Camelback. Yeah. And yeah. everyone does that when they go. Yeah. Um, but like, I hate cardio. And where you like started it when you're just like on a, you just had like a nice incline, but like nothing's happening and it's literally just like a trail. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, I'm out of breath, but I'm not going to say anything because we have the <laughs> whole thing ahead of us and I've done this before and I know how, like how hard it can get. And by the time I could get used to it, you're like, okay, it's actually like you, you just, your heart's always just racing and you get used to it and it's fine. Yes. But that one's hard. And I thought that I was choosing the one that was less hard and I thought the other one was bad. And turns out after talking to like a, uh, range ranger person whatever he was like no this is the hard one the other one like is easy but like it gets really sketchy at the top and I was like well damn so but I feel cool about it I feel good there's yeah, like yeah. you're literally like there's a railing inside yeah. have you guys done it before no okay yeah but there's a railing and like these boulders and it's a lot and if you like you get so far you're like I think I'm like almost done and then there's like a little landing you can like climb that's like off trail and then you can see like uh, the whole extra part that you have to do to get to the actual top Ooh. and you're like oh like, there's so much left. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Insane. But I do love hiking, but that would scare me, and I'd be like, ah, I don't know about this. Yeah. Mm -mm. Heights, not my thing. Yeah. Not my yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Um, so speaking of climbing to new heights, um, you guys have over <laughs> 60,000 followers on TikTok. I love that transition. Good job. That was wonderful. I was waiting for it. I was, as soon as we started talking about hiking, I'm like, oh, I got it. I got this one. <laughs> oh, okay. So 60,000 plus followers on TikTok. Now I have 15 or 14.7 thousand followers. So I kind of wow. know what you're feeling, but yeah. also not Dang. to the limit. Yes. Um, then you look at my Instagram and you're like, girlfriend, you are not cool at all. <laughs> um, but, but even your Instagram, you guys have a lot yeah. of followers too. So we felt actually so cool when you guys reach out to us and we're yeah, like, hey, I love it. Like, what? I, yes. Cynthia, so I'm up in Duluth at the time. Like my husband and I were going to a wedding. I'm in the middle of Target buying a new bra because I didn't fit me. <laughs> I'm like, God damn it. And Cynthia texts me and goes, oh my God, did you see the message? And I'm like, no, I'm no. What's going on? And I scrolled down. I started weeping in Target. Like it literally started crying. And I'm like, okay, keep it together. I was also PMSing if that helps yes. at all. But you're but, even charismatic in a message. And I was oh, like, I'm so excited it's so to meet nice. her. Like, well, and then awesome. like, cause I obviously I followed you like with Capital Room and yeah. on my personal accounts on everything. And like, yeah. I followed you guys on TikTok, but I just, when you follow like a thousand people on TikTok, mm-hmm. you just, it's really hard to see everything. But yeah, like 100%. your guys, your guys' videos pop up a lot and everything. <gasps> oh, I love and it. and then I looked, I'm like, holy shit, these guys have a lot of followers. <laughs> They're so like, cool. You know, it's it doesn't seem like the same thing when you know them. I'm like, right. oh my god, celebrities are just like us. <laughs> right, 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 right. But I'm like, oh my god, you guys are like really popular and popping off. <laughs> Thank you. So Thank like, you. how was that? And like, did like the pandemic like help that? Did it not help that? Or like, what was the dynamic going into that? Yeah. Yeah. Feels amazing. Feels crazy. Yeah. It's insane. You want to talk about it all? Well, I think, I mean, so TikTok is really like Tia's creation. I feel like though, we were always very intentional about, especially when we started like new, like kind of endeavors in the business and stuff like that. And during the pandemic, we had extra time and like wanted to explore and like see what else is new out there. And like, what else can we get in early on Mm -hmm. to help us maybe grow a little faster and Tia got it on TikTok and started seeing like there weren't a ton of like portrait photographers at the time you guys it was crazy so I started posting in March 2020 yeah I would say everybody's making the coffees and drinking all day long and that's all they're posting or doing Uh stupid little dances need I mind you I've did all of those things (laughs) (laughs) that's how I got popular on TikTok Uh (laughs) yes and so at the time um there were literally like five portrait photographers that I could find. And I would like search for people. There was a lot of like fashion editorial, like there was Mm -hmm. photography on TikTok Mm -hmm. at the time. And I was like, holy cow, this is not saturated at all. And um, this will be more applicable for those that are like in the industry listening to this, but even somebody who wants to jump on TikTok or whatever the new thing is. I had heard a podcast by Jasmine Starr and Jasmine Starr was talking about being an early adopter. And she was talking about whenever social media platform, a new platform or a new feature, whenever they roll something out, Mm -hmm. they are dumping so much time, energy, resources into that. So at the time, this was years ago, she was talking about IGTV and she was like, jump on IGTV right now. You know, the reason why is because Instagram has spent a whole department, they have spent months dumping resources into developing IGTV. So of course they're going to want it to succeed. Mm -hmm. They're going to put whatever content is on there, push it, push it, push it. And so at the time I wasn't 
you know, I was behind on TikTok March 2020, but at the time it felt like I was still jumping yes. on it fresh because mm-hmm. there were not portrait photographers. And so I went ham. That's what I spent my quarantine doing. And that's where I would answer frantic emails from our clients. And then I would post like crazy on TikTok. And so I think there's something to say for jumping on things and being an early adopter when you can and pushing yourself to do that. I think mm-hmm. a lot of times we feel so resistant to here's this new thing. Oh, I have to learn this new thing. Oh, this is going to be so much work. Oh, this is so laborious. Mm-hmm. But if you can be the person who says, no, I'm going to do it and I'm going to just explore it. I mean, not in all cases is that going to be rewarded, but in a lot of cases there is literally an algorithm that is going to reward you right, because yeah. they want that to They're succeed. doing the work for you there. Yeah. So you might as well hop on it. Yeah. And I literally. think it's sometimes hard to like say, okay, yes, I'm going to do this because you're putting yourself forward in such a mm-hmm. way. Like I guess I really haven't done, you know, TikTok or any of that as much. Yep. I mean, I'm on it a lot because I'm just scrolling. Yep. Yep. <laughs> it's different. Right. Consumer. <laughs> yeah. You're welcome. Just kidding. <laughs> um, but, but it's, a, it's hard it's to say, yes, I want to put myself like front facing and forward there when it's something that you don't know like you have to learn new and it's it's just like out of a comfort zone for a lot especially when it is you know in my opinion front facing where it's all about you and you have to create that and put yourself out there Mm -hmm. yeah I think the great thing about TikTok and then I will assume future platforms Mm -hmm. is that it feels kind of like the wild wild west of like if I post things my friends aren't necessarily going to see it. Like that's lucky that yes. Megan is seeing some of it here and there. But the reality is, is that most people are not seeing it. Random people are seeing it. And I think that's freeing to me. It personally, is. Yep. Of like, it is. I can pose whatever I want. <laughs> like who knows? Honestly, yep. Let's try Sometimes it. I have stories or like if I were like some of these gals tell these stories about going on dates with people. Yeah. And I'm like, I would never be able to do that because I feel like it would go straight to those people or my friends and be like, what the hell are you doing? Yes, yes, yes. But there's an element of freeness in there that is. or like freedom of like, let's just try this then. And you can trial and error things a lot easier yep, yeah. and I'll have things that flop and I don't care. I'll have lots of things. I'm in, I'm in a flop era right now and that's fine with me of like, I know there's going to be something else on the other side of that valley mm-hmm. and it doesn't really matter as much if I'm flopping Yeah, because I'm going to have wins somewhere. <laughs> yeah. And TikTok is a cool platform in that way. Like how you said, like you don't know where it's going because yep. Instagram, Facebook, those are your profiles that yes. you're purposely putting right. on yours for people that you know to see Yep. this. Yeah, you are. Yeah. People follow you. They want to see your content. Right. But you're not you're putting on your profile people to see it but you're actually giving it to literally absolutely anyone and everyone exactly yeah Yeah. i think it's cool yeah Yeah. i i'm a big supporter of tiktok i wish like i had more time to do it now but it's so hard but 2020 that's literally all i did like like you said (laughs) i would email back my frantic brides and then i'd grab my cat (laughs) and we would do a bunch of videos and it was a great time Uh, we had a lot of fun Agreed. I tell Cam all the time. I'm like, is there just some way that we could carve out so that I could have a four hour period every single day to post on TikTok? And I know if I did, we would pop off. Yeah. But that's not reasonable. (laughs) Oh, our hand in a lot of other things. Uh But it's also hard. It's so hard to come up with that content. Yeah, definitely. So it's because you could post the same thing every single day and it'd be fine. But like TikTok also wants to see that personality. They don't care about the curated shit. They want to hear about the weird stuff. And like people... Like you spell the one video of mine that got like 5 million views. I spelled two wrong. Like, you know, two, two, two. I spelled two wrong. 50% of my comments were like, Jesus, get a dictionary or like learn how to spell. And I'm like, you know what? The haters can hate because yep. it's got 5 million views. Uh-huh. So I don't care. Megan, so, I talk about that all the spell time. Spell something wrong, apparently. Yeah. Literally do things wrong. Do things yeah. weird. Do things. I um, talk about this of that you need something that's like wow or like what the frick Mm -hmm. like you Mm -hmm. need some variable of that so that people stop it stops them in the tracks and even if it's hate of saying like how do you not know how to spell this or why are you picking this out um one of my favorite creators what she does and I don't know if this is intentional or not she's super smart so I assume it's intentional is she does a lot of decorating her apartment and she 
is awful at it. She is is literally (laughs) so ugly. And then on top of it, people will then comment advice, of course, because people want to chip in about that. So engagement, boom, 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 more engagement. They'll give her advice, whatever the top liked is, she'll reply to that comment. She doesn't do that. She does the opposite. She does like the uh, reverse color, the reverse pattern, whatever that is, probably on purpose again. But all of those are just like keeping this series going of people want Mm -hmm. to, they want to be part of a community is the base level of it. But that's either giving negative feedback or positive feedback, whatever that is. But feedback is engagement. Yep. No matter what. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Oh, that's so well, interesting. And then anthropology the reaches out and says, here, let me help you get yeah. this right. Yes. Here's a so, couch. You would just, or do you uh-huh. want this big, beautiful mirror? Anthropology then decorated her entire apartment. Oh, so you can shit. imagine the cost of that. <laughs> <gasps> Insane. Just, yeah. We need to start okay. doing a lot more stuff yeah. on TikTok. Yeah. We yes. need to think about that. What do we, we have to find our goal, manifest. <gasps> Let's we, what, redecorate your house. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Um, how about builders? Can we figure that part out? Yeah. I think also we have, we're trying to push YouTube shorts now a little bit. Yes. And we have this mm-hmm. one video. It was a really cute moment. This bride created this song, like recorded a song for her husband. So before the first look, he put in AirPods and listened to it. Like she recorded before, it. She didn't so want to sing it live way, because right? too much stress on their first look. Yep. But he puts in AirPods. He's listening to it. We have this little video, these photos. We have gotten so many comments of people saying, these stupid people with their ear pods and on their wedding, did he wear it the whole wedding day? All these like, just like <laughs> asinine comments about him wearing ear pods. Of course, there's descriptions and text throughout the it entire video. Explaining yeah, wearing it. AirPods, like, but it's just like people wanting to correct you over yes, and over and, like, and over again. Keep it coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah fine. so much engagement. Please, please. <laughs> that one's pretty annoying because that's also like it feels like 60 year old people. Yeah, that call yeah. them ear pods and earbuds. It's also like three oh, seconds yeah. into the video, it's explaining what's happening. Yes, but I'm like, I'll, I'll still take it. They're like, oh, sorry, I didn't watch the video. Just <laughs> clearly, <laughs> honestly, it's just like the video I showed you guys with the fruit roll up and ice cream. Yes, yeah. I didn't wait till the end of the video for him to realize that he had the rapper exactly. and so I paused it went through comments and then even after didn't get like the answer on that uh-huh. went to his full page and watched the other ones yep. and then finally went back to the original one and watched the ending and I was like oh he didn't know and so like, he got me there no don't yeah. comment anything but yes I will uh-huh. go on a deep dive yeah. to figure it out well uh-huh. be careful maybe he did that all on purpose yeah. right honestly he probably did right probably and did. it worked <laughs> yeah cool <laughs> good for him so interesting um, okay, so do you guys have any advice for couples planning a wedding, booking their photographers? Um, ooh, one thing I also want to kind of hear you guys talk about is like, what what do you do if you don't feel like somebody's the perfect fit for you? Because mm-hmm. we got that comment or that question last week and neither yeah. of us were like, we don't know how to answer this. And, yeah. and we know from our perspective of a venue, it's a little bit, it's not Very our different. own business. Yep. It's a lot yes. different when you guys mm-hmm. can only take one wedding a day right. and it is your business. So it's a little bit easier for you or I think photographers do say no sometimes. Yes, oh, yes, yes. Yep. I yeah. think it's very different. So first advice, um, we love an intentional moment. We love, like we were talking about in our wedding, where we feel like our wins were, were really uh, evaluating what's important to us, what's important to our guests, what's important to all these people that mean a lot to us. Um, where we had, like during our ceremony, obviously we did our own personal vows, and um, we felt like it was really important for us to actually memorize our vows, because we're like, if we can't, memorize them now how are we going to know them for the rest of our life and embody them and then we did things like our um all of our quote-unquote readers we had them just pick an excerpt of anything so like 
poems, or they book, were or, books, they yeah. were quotes, and they surprised us with them. So a lot of things like that, that we didn't approve them or anything. They literally just picked things out of books. Oh. They came up that and they... That could go very well or very bad, <laughs> yeah. depending yeah. on who you pick. Yeah. You probably yeah. picked like, good we people. We picked people, no, yes, that we yeah. knew would like go full uh-huh. out with it. And so like one of my bridesmaids just like had a book that was then handed to her and she just like read from the book. It was great. It was so lovely. And so I think those are the things that really stick with you. Stick with you, stick with your guests and make things impactful when you can find things that are unique to you, unique just in general. And so I think along the lines of sitting back and seeing how you really want your day to feel, sit back and see how you can just dismiss things that don't serve you in any way. I think so often you feel forced in the wedding industry of like, well, obviously I'm going to do a cake cutting. Everybody does a cake cutting. Does that mean anything to you? Do you like cake? Are you going to use that photo for later? Right, right. Mm -hmm. Does this have anything to do with anything about you and your specific day? Like, most people don't have another celebration like this in any way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. Unless you do some sort of vow renewal, you are never going to have a party where you have all these people in the room with this budget, with any way. And so if you don't sit back and really identify, are these things serving me or not? I think that uh, that's a wasted opportunity. So advice, um, when couples aren't a good fit for us, we refer them to someone who would be a good fit. Sorry, I was scratching my throat. No, you're good, you're good. I thought you were about Sorry. to get like really emotional. Like yeah. me too. That was like your little like speech right there. Your little I, honestly, I'm gonna call it a monologue. It was it was beautiful, but like it was very empowering. And I honestly, like the entire time you're speaking, I'm like, oh my god, this is gonna make the most perfect TikTok. Like, <laughs> like I'm gonna I'm just gonna have like a great photo of us or yeah. something, and just like have that speech going. I love it. I love it. <laughs> and I do that. I know I can only do so many like meetings in such a day because my yellow yeah. crack in my throat, and then it won't go away. It's just a little tickle. And no, yeah, yeah. Okay, in my old. I don't know if this is part of the podcast. In my old age, I have Your been getting tickles in my I'm like throat. Thirty constantly. years old, okay? Uh huh. Uh huh. I think it's a thirty. Uh, so I'm thirty-one, guys. Just I just turned thirty-one, 31 in December. Okay. We both turned thirty in a couple months. So. Oh, scary! You, you better watch out for thirty-one. Yeah, yeah. It must be a thirty-one. Well, thing. my tickle already happened, so what am I gonna look forward to? Maybe I'll get rid of it. Ooh, I like it. I'm hoping that my hangovers go away. <laughs> No. Go away. <laughs> I, I've always had worse. bad ones, so I'm hoping it'll oh, just switch. Really funny little switcher. That yeah. could be the vibe. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, Manifest. so, yes. <laughs> when couples aren't a good fit for us, we will undoubtedly refer them to someone that is. We know at the base level, if we cannot serve them as well for any way, shape, or form, whether that's typically priorities on the wedding day or priorities in their life, someone else will be able to better. Absolutely right. That's the base level of it. But even more importantly, they want someone else that will be. Mm-hmm. I would say that Cam and I will always go full out for every single couple, for every single situation, right? Mm-hmm. But there is some base level consciousness of like, oh, this is stressful or oh, this isn't quite the right vibe or like, oh, I don't feel comfortable in this situation. And I worry that that would reflect in some way, shape or form. It mm-hmm. probably won't, right? But there's some base level of like, maybe that's a 90% effort. And then when we go back to that, this is your one wedding. This is your one big mm-hmm. party with all of your people. Right. Why would a couple ever want that? Why would a couple ever want someone who's going to do a 90% job? Not intentionally, right? Right. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so I know that we could find someone else who will do a better job for them, who will perfectly align in whatever way we're mm-hmm. lacking and is able to bring that like full out energy to them. Yeah. And I'll add to that. Like, we know that we're like in a very like privileged position where like we are getting like hundreds of inquiries a year that we can turn down a wedding knowing that there's probably going to be another wedding that comes through that is a perfect fit for us mm-hmm. that we could serve with our whole heart easily. Um, so like that is a position we're that. in. Yeah. So yes. like obviously at the beginning we didn't get, to do that when we were doing that gritty facebook strategy yeah. we were taking anything that <laughs> yeah, came it through took our like door three red flags for us to say now yes mm-hmm. yes and so 
we are in a privileged place and I know that depending on a lot of different factors of how many weddings you're able to ex accept, how many you're able to know, like when we get hundreds of inquiries, we're able to know that there's a pretty good chance we're going to be able to fill that date or we don't need to fill all the dates mm -hmm. in some capacity. So since we're talking about like you having, you know, your certain niche of who you guys want to work with or you're mm -hmm. having your perfect match, um, what is like your style or how do you say like what your, who is a good fit for you? Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Um, so a couple things. Who's a good fit for us? We work with a lot of professionals that are typically in med school, our doctors, our lawyers, our marketing girlies are very type A in that way. Mm -hmm. The balance is that they are very type A. They love to like really plan to the ground. And then they are typically the chillest brides ever on the day or on the week of or the chillest couples ever. Um, they typically strike that balance. So we shoot a lot of couples that have that balance of like, we're going to plan this because we want to put in the effort. We love putting in the effort. But then once we get there, we just want to enjoy this. We're going to yeah. really. And so I think that's where um, a lot of our couples fall in that unique cross section. Um, yeah. We. So our branding words. And so yeah. this with the caveat, we actually are in the process of doing a slight like rebrand or not rebrand. Re like a, Let's like call a it a facelift sort of like a, just yeah. like reassessing our priorities and stuff. Yep. Our current brand words are joyful, warm, romantic and alive. And so, so like. We obviously want our couples to fall into that category. Our photos, we think, fall into that category. Our branding, we hope, falls into that category. Mm -hmm. But knowing that that might tweak a tiny bit going forward. But for now, that's... that You really see like. that framework through a lot of yeah. people. So you, a lot of our couples are like full-out laughers. They are really mm -hmm. gracious. They really love their friends and family. Um, and they have that like zest for life of like that aliveness that yeah. Cam is talking about. That's just like crazy laughing. I'm having so much fun. I'm dancing. Like that kind of vibe. Okay. I love it. Yeah. And then what type of photos like for like, I guess, type of couple and photos like with editing is your vibe or color scheme with people who aren't like looking at yep. your, you know, Instagram exactly. at the moment. Yep. 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 So, um, our editing style is very crisp. It's very clean. It has a hint of warmth to it that just like brings out everyone's best skin. And, um, it's, it, there is an element of like, it's timeless that it mm -hmm. is timeless. It represents like we were talking about earlier. It represents the coloring of the choices you actually made of your centerpieces of your linens, like everything like that. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, and then hopefully the editing also ties into those four words right. as yes. well. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Wait, hold on. I have one more thing to ask. Okay, you. go ahead. Um, so when you have couples that are usually they end up, some people have already done their um, engagement session or maybe they already yep. are you know, opting out, but a lot of time you do both. So does the vibe stay the same between weddings and an engagement session or do they kind of change same yes same. Okay. yes so it stays the same um cam and i really pride ourselves on like a full client experience so we actually for client consults because we are typically typically like 75 percent of our clients we have worked with in the past as bridesmaids as groomsmen's as siblings as something like that we are a very referral based business and so we typically know those couples years in advance and they're just waiting until the day they get engaged and then we can photograph their wedding so we actually have our consults at our home and we host them and we have cocktails and we have charcuterie and like all the vibes Ooh, and fun. that really carries through our entire experience like we want it to be like we are building friendships and actually we are friends with a lot mm -hmm. of our couples going forward um cam and i host a cam and i love to host we love to have <laughs> themed parties 
parties. We love to have themed everything. And we, yes, you guys. So Cynthia and I are going to come MC and DJ these please, parties. Please, please. Or you guys invite us and we can just hang yeah, out. Or no, that. Yeah. yeah. You don't need to work on I'm party. trying to get my MC gig in here one time, okay? Remind me after this. I have something to say about that to you. <laughs> oh, <gosh>. Yes. Me <laughs> treat. We host a huge, we call it Goffmas, and it's our huge Christmas party. That's our big party. Slash our last name is Goff. It's also my birthday. Oh, so your last name's Goff. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, that's yeah. important. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we host Goffmas. We have clients at our Goffmas party when it works out, and so it's super fun, but you guys can totally come to Goffmas. You have to have a full-out costume. Yeah. We also play full-out games, so you have to go balls to the walls. Like, they're crazy. Like, some drinking games, but drinking games morphed into, like, almost, like, physical, like, funny, like, ridiculous, like, that kind of vibe. I'm so thinking New American, not New American. Please, True yeah. American. True oh, American yeah, from no. New Girl. I wish. If it was organized enough, please. I was like, I <laughs> yeah. don't know how to play, but I will. I'm a, I'm a game gal. It, Love it. It's uh, similar to that vibe. Also, to set expectations, the last two years, we've had two holes in our wall and a bloody nose. <gasps> so just... So you know. Oh my okay, we know what to expect. <laughs> okay, right. bloody nose because they like hit Oh, uh, the bloody prop- nose no. is sad, you guys. The bloody nose <laughs> is a past client of ours who we yep. were building our friendship. Was this was our first, first time. Yep. We play a game probably like every other year where you have to roll a sweet potato with your nose. And so it's like a team relay. <laughs> so we started in our upstairs bedroom. We built our home in 2020. We had only been there for... Well, I guess a year, but it was still like fresh, you know, it's like new home vibes and you come off of our bed onto the ground and then you're like rolling a sweet potato with your nose throughout the carpeted upstairs. And, um, she did get a bloody nose right away. Felt so awful. She was so sad slash scared. It was (laughs) not a big deal. Blood all over your carpet. Um, No, no, no. no. it actually worked out. And then actually, I mean, people go ham for our games. (laughs) So one of our friends go yam, go, (laughs) 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 they go yam. He like grabbed the sweet potato, cleaned it off, and then kept going. <laughs> he ran to the bathroom, got soap and water, put yes. it back down, continued. Did he win? No, they didn't. Cinderella story. Yeah. No. So the bloody nose was actually an injury. The holes in the wall are actually more like like this past year there was a game where you're blindfolded and you're going over solo cups and your team's like screaming at you. And then this guy was going for the win at the end, and there's like a barricade going into this other room. He jumped up. Oh. Well, they all chanted for him to just jump, jump over jump, instead of jump. trying to step. He could have stepped. That could have been the vibe. <laughs> so he jumps knee through the wall. Oh no. Literally through like a whole corner of our triwell. Just bent. <laughs> it was so funny. But I love that you're laughing about it. So you're yeah, perfect host. You guys this yeah. happen. So we didn't realize this when this happens, but everyone tells it this way. Everyone's Heads flipped to us. Kevin and I were cracking up. I was peeing my pants. It was so funny. <laughs> of course, like Steve did it, and so like it's Steve. Yes, like, that's, that that's a very a, steep thing to do. It's Steve. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> These are intense parties. Yeah, yeah. Get ready. We're ready. So just know you're signing up. For and that. then there's a costume contest. Of course. And the finalists uh, do a runway show. So like the oh. top five pick their walkout songs. They do a runway show. People are like chanting for them. Yeah. How many people are at this? Like. 40-ish. Yeah. Oh my god, this is yeah. a big yeah. ass party. They have to keep getting bigger every year because people are like, well, just because I'm not your couple anymore doesn't mean I can't come, yes. right? Yes. <laughs> You're going to have, you might have to make it a weekend thing because we're going to yeah. have a ton of corner boothers that are going to want to come to this party. <laughs> we love that nice. deal. We, you know, we can't have the one day experiences. No. Yeah, right. Experiences. There we go. <laughs> we'll have a welcome party. Yeah. Yes. Explain the rules, how everything is going to work for the next day, and then everybody will carbo load for the next day. Yeah. Nice. Ooh. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, that's good. Nice. It's kind of like the, what's that movie, The Glass Onion? Yeah. Where like you go and then you have mm-hmm. the whole weekend of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Except hopefully no one gets murdered. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just okay, a murder mystery party. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Have you seen that? No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what it is, but actually people get murdered. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, 
Okay, so speaking of murder, um, <laughs> what are your craziest stories? Oh, <laughs> I hope the hair and makeup artist or makeup artist. Yeah, let me murder. tell you the makeup artist. Cam and I didn't have a good one, you guys. Whenever, typically, I would say a middle-aged person asks us this at dinner when we sit down at weddings, constantly, you know, like uh-huh. every other wedding. Every time I'm like, ah, this isn't quite the vibe. Nobody's like first thing of like just medical emergencies that happen at weddings. Which is, which is sad. Like the best it's, stories to no, tell. No, that's not funny. Especially when you're at a wedding. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. 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 So it's not the vibe. Okay, yeah. so this is what happened with our makeup artist. Um, I had my trial. It went good. I mean, looking back, I'm like, oh, I don't know. Did it go good? I'm unsure. <laughs> the day of our wedding, she was supposed to arrive at noon. We had a later ceremony and um, we were in the middle of nowhere in Wisconsin, did not mm-hmm. have service. And we start driving up to the venue. And so it's like 1130 maybe. And I get a call from an unknown number and it says that it's my makeup artist artist. Um, assistant. My makeup artist didn't have an assistant. My makeup artist was a solopreneur. I had never had any other communication leading up to this. And the assistant says, uh, mind you, I'm driving into my venue, right? It's this beautiful day. Mm -hmm. I'm having a great day. She says... It's your wedding day. "Uh uh Uh-huh. She said, and also you guys imagine, it was September 10th. It was the perfect fall day. You know those like breezy, but like with a little cool chill. Mm -hmm. Like the mix of that. Oh, it was so nice. So basically your dad's favorite. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, The assistant said, says that my makeup artist's son has died. Her son died last night. And I'm like, oh my God. I mean, I'm in shock. I'm like, I'm so sorry, of course. But we're also pulling into the venue. Like, people are unloading. I'm like, oh, okay, so, like, what do we do now? Like, she has an assistant now, so I'm like, oh, maybe she has someone else on her team. I don't know. So, like, are you coming because you're the assistant? Yeah, exactly, exactly. (laughs) And she's like, no, no, no. So um, we'll try to find a replacement, and we'll call you back. So we get into the venue, so I hand this off to my planner because I'm like, what? Makeup's supposed to start. So yeah. we had just arrived. Um, we also stayed over in Wisconsin the night before. None of us had anything. We had done our rehearsal dinner yeah. and then... Because we paid for makeup for all the Yes, we aids. paid for the makeup mm. for the bridesmaids and so nobody brought anything. They just mm-hmm. had like kind of like their touch-up stuff and yeah. like, you know, you don't have a full kit. If I was doing my yeah. own makeup on my day, okay, I could probably prepare for that, but right. I'm not prepared for that. I literally had nothing. So, um... Passed off to the planner. Basically goes back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. The assistant starts saying, okay, well, your makeup artist is now starting to feel better so she can come. Feel better? Uh-huh. Just, like, not as remorse. I guess. Out. Yes. At that point, I'm like, I'm sorry. Actually, it's okay. I, I don't want someone whose son just passed away to come to my wedding. Like, not yeah. only for her sake, but also I don't necessarily want someone like that at my wedding day. Yeah. Like, when we're talking about ask like, you. how you want it to feel, honey, that's yeah. kind of a downer. I don't know. Um, but also, like, this is an awful, horrific thing. I don't want you here. Like, right. you don't need to work. Um, so we were, like, figuring it out. Literally, my planner, her husband was staying in Wisconsin. So she called him, and he, like, ran to a CVS to get us fake eyelashes. Like, had to drive a half hour away, a half hour back. Like, that's the kind of vibe of where we were. Mm-hmm. Um, we had nothing. We were like literally threw all of our makeup in a pile and we're like taking little things of like, okay, well you can use this. Okay. You can use this yeah. because no one had full kits. Um, right. I literally got so frazzled that I forgot to put foundation on and I caught mm. myself when I had already like put powder on and stuff. Oh, and I'm like, no, I have to start over. Like, oh my God. <laughs> okay. So life went on. Wedding uh-huh. was great. Whatever. It was kind of a bonding, like trauma experience with my girls. Yeah. I'm like, okay, let's yeah. this. Okay, I'm going to help and you with I'm this. oblivious to this all. Like, yeah, no one has told me anything. It's like yeah. you're the bride and we're so trying like, to hide things from you. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and like, we're okay. We're 45 minutes late now, I guess. Yes. Yes. So we got behind because of course we're dealing with all this. Yeah. So moral of the story, um, we go on with our lives and we go on our honeymoon to Italy. So we were gone for two weeks and I was like, okay, I'm not going to reach out. She's literally 
like, this is awful. I don't want right. to ask for a refund. Had paid in full. Um, Oof. That was her process. And um, we got back, and I emailed her, and she didn't reply. I emailed her again, and then she was like, I'm so sorry. I'm in a psych ward because oh. things have gone so poorly. I'll get out in a week, and then I can send you a money order. How can she be emailing from a psych ward? No clue, mm-hmm. you guys. So then that's where things started to get fishy. So basically it went on for months like that of like, okay, I'm going to do this. And now I have to get this money from someone else because I processed it or something. And like, I got to get a money order. I got to send it from the specific bank. Just you guys. one thing after Was another. Was your yeah. hair and makeup art or your makeup artist Anna Delvey? <laughs> no. That's Wait, have you guys seen Anna Delvey? I'm like, oh my God, I thought this joke would land. You guys yes. seem like that kind of people. <laughs> to be honest, I was trying to think of what her name was and her name, her first name is kind of similar to that Amber. name. Her first name is Amber. And so for a second I was like, was that her last name? <laughs> I'm so sorry. I didn't get it at first either. And then I did and I was like, oh. Sorry. I was like, Wait, I don't know how to explain it. Yes, like, Do I? Yes, no, I <laughs> that was the vibe. No okay. accents or anything, yeah. but that was the vibe. Uh, moral of the story is we never got our money back. Later on, a few months later, I was like, I just want to look this up. So I got on a Facebook group, and someone else was complaining about their makeup artist, and it was her operating under a different name. Um, her operating under a different business name and under a different like personal name, and I was like, shoot, people are getting scammed. Also, we looked up her personal so that's Facebook the, account. We found her personal Facebook account from that then, and unfortunately found that we got married on September 10th, like August 31st she posted a photo with four boys and then the following January she posted a photo with four boys and continued to post photos with four boys so Ooh. all of it was a lie in the yes. scam yes so did you did you write anything on like those posts oh yes yes I would have been like bam 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 yes and I'm gonna ruin so much for you yes yes a hundred percent like but it seemed like it was currently happening to people at the time too mm-hmm. um which is just so awful I mean the good thing is that's that those people were figuring it out like yeah in most cases people weren't getting scammed on their wedding I don't think anyone was getting scammed on their wedding day I think oh, that was her play for us I guess yeah. we got yeah. the worst other people were just like not hearing from her for like the month before the funny thing is I had totally normal communication with her so like she would follow up very regularly and stuff so then it's so weird that for some reason just a switch flipped and she was like ah let's scam her today i don't feel like it today yeah and let's go real crazy with the lie yeah let's go so many (laughs) so you never even tried to get your money back after that like you know like you didn't sell her anything kind of so i was still a lawyer at the time so like i used my resources like look her up and stuff the problem is she was based in hudson wisconsin and so for us to file a small claims court against her we had to do it in hudson wisconsin and like the amount the of time driving. we had to, like, to drive there to file it, to drive back, mm-hmm. to drive back there again to actually have the hearing. Just like at that point, is this like a few hundred is dollars worth, worth it? Right. Like, $600. Yeah. So, so yeah, I know I get that. About that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, same. So I went to school in Wisconsin for college mm-hmm. and um, I got an underage. That's <laughs> <laughs> But I blew a point zero zero three, and then they let me drive. Like, it wasn't even my vehicle. They're like, you can take any of these vehicles and leave. And I was like, thanks. And so I wanted to dispute it because I was like, there's, this makes no sense that you, I point, blew a point zero zero three, which means I had maybe a sip yeah. and I actually had only had a sip Whoa. and then I, they came. And so by the time that I left, I, you know, I was already pretty much at zeros yeah. and they let me drive someone else's vehicle. So then I had to, so I was like 40 minutes north of my college town and then 
it's because of the like county that we ended up being in because like i was staying 40 minutes north but we were like in a, at a barn in the country it was in a whole nother county and so i had to oh. go like two hours from my school yeah. and I had to go there for court because that's how like you have to go to court for it in mm-hmm. Wisconsin. And so I had to already go there one time and then they're like, well, you can dispute it, but you have to come back. And I was like, there's no, like, it's not even worth it at this point to have to go back this many times to no. dispute it. So I just didn't a little bit Your different time, from you guys, but yeah. same. I understand. Yes, I was like, same. what's the point? Uh-huh. Yes, yes, yes. Your yeah. time is worth more than that at yeah. some point that we're like, I spent so much time trying to find, right? find our personal Facebook page. I'm giving up. <laughs> yeah. I just, I can't believe that she lied about a kid, her kid dying. Right. And like, also yeah. like if you're going to scam somebody about like your, you have a death in the family and you weren't scheduled to start until noon, there's like 16 hours mm-hmm. in there that you could have let right. us know. Like yes. do it ahead of time or do something so that it's, yeah, you're not the day showing up and uh, scrambling. I think it's worst case because also think like Friday rolls around and she's like, Meh, I'm not feeling about this. Let's scam them. Why wait until the last moment? What yeah. does that matter in yeah. the scamming situation? You're I can't gonna... do anything about it. All I'm going to do is try to find a new replacement. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. You can also only do this a couple times and then you're stuck. Yes. You can only scam people a couple times and then a gig is up. So right. but it's it very short term. more believable if she would have did it Friday night. You probably yeah. would not have questioned yes. it right. at all if you would have yes. did it Friday night. Yeah. But then the fact of being like, well, she feels fine. She can come in. No. She was definitely using like a fake voice. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It was <laughs> definitely her talking on the But phone. was she actually going to come? Why? Why was she just like, oh, maybe I will do this? Because she's like, I don't sometimes know. I scam people, sometimes I don't, if I don't feel like going. <laughs> it was like we begged her enough that she's like, I'm kind of feeling it now. Let's go in. Yeah. <laughs> I don't feel like scamming today. I don't know. I'm <laughs> my not sure. goodness. Oh, my God. We, I don't know if we've talked about it on the pod before, but we did. I know a um, coordinator who it was like, I don't know if it was around like 2020, but the, it all had to have been, um, the bride told the coordinator that she couldn't pay for her anymore, even though she like owed everything because her husband died of COVID. And that was like in 2020, like crazy, like time of that happening. And, um, and she like so looked on her Facebook and all of this and she knew she was lying and I don't know how it all panned out but she looked back on Facebook later and there was a family photo of him in them and she's like you literally pretended like wow. you your fiance died and she gave her her money back <gasps> because she was like well oh, you're yeah. not getting married or you know or oh you're not needing my services yeah That's so the things people will do people it's crazy <laughs> but also like karma's gonna hit them oh yeah, yeah. karma's a bad mm-hmm. thing I'm yeah. trying to like repeat the Taylor Swift lyric and I can't remember what it is, <laughs> but I know she ends her tour with that song. <laughs> TikTok swelled it. Um, any other like crazy stories, like anything weird that's happened to you guys, like on a wedding day or you've witnessed like people hooking up in bathrooms, like projectile shit everywhere, like vomiting. You guys, I don't know why we have literally never seen anything like that. And we rack our minds for that uh-huh. because every Dang. time we sit down at weddings, people be asking us that question and we can't think of anything like, I think it's unless it happens in the categories. morning, like something happening with hair and right, makeup, right. like by the time like yeah. crazy shit is happening, you're probably packed up. Yes. You yes, know? exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're gone before people are like drunk, drunk mm-hmm. and we're not there early on when like things are being resolved and stuff you know yeah Yeah. Ah, i don't know Mm -hmm. we need to work on this answer i think we're also hopefully attracting the kind of people that don't necessarily have (laughs) drama on their wedding day yeah you guys are just picking the perfect couples (laughs) and the perfect friends the perfect friends significant (laughs) others i'm gonna bring it back to god's favorite okay (laughs) (laughs) must be really nice (laughs) i don't know 
I guess we really don't have too many. Like we we've already said like a lot of like our really bad stories and stuff, but. It's I have just, a attention or not a, a memory of a fish, so like I can't remember <laughs> when things do happen unless it's happening right then, and then I can talk about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so where can you mentioned it earlier, but let's repeat it again. Um, where can everybody find you? Yeah, you guys can find us everywhere on uh, Cameron and Tia. So it's C A M E R O N and A N D, and then my name Tia T I A on all the platforms. Hit us up. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else you want to say? Anything you guys want to like put out, promote, anything. You guys have education. How do we find that? Yeah. Yeah. If there are any photographers listening, we have tons of resources, both free and paid. Um, We have a full suite of courses. So if you want to become a photographer, you could literally learn it all from us. And you'll find that on our website at CameronandTia.com. Wait, you mean you don't have to spend two years of schooling (laughs) at a program that no longer exists? (laughs) I'm where sure. I went to college. <laughs> it's okay. Remember, he went to, to be a lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> that was a lot more expensive. <laughs> yeah, you probably don't have, you probably have more than an associate's degree. In, you know, thanks. Yep. <laughs> um, awesome. Well, it was so great and so fun to sit with you guys. Yeah, thank you guys. This was amazing, guys. Thank you so much for yeah. having us. Okay. We'll definitely have you on again. Yes. Perfect. Yes. Okay, right. as always, you can find me, Megan.Felber. And me, Cynthia Strasser. And us at the Corner Booth Podcast on Instagram. And the cornerboothpod.com for our website. End of every episode, we like to cheers. Check, please, when she points at us. We fuck it up every single time, though. So <laughs> if we get it right this time, like, kudos us. Check, 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 please. please. Ah, we did it that time. <laughs> 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 <laughs>